we <laughs> definitely did not just record five minutes that I didn't have you unmuted. Whoopsie doodle. What's up, guys? Welcome to <laughs> Off the Rails. Yeah, we 100% started on yeah. <laughs> on our normal. <laughs> Basically, Aaron started, but I, I was muted. So we just he looked over and was like, why isn't there any sound you're talking? And I was muted, but that's okay. We have a guest today. I have you muted forever. We have a, a very special returning guest. It's Kelsey. She's back. For, Yay. She'll be here for a couple minutes. She's going to talk about uh, her corner. My, my hallway. The only part of the house I allow her in. <laughs> we bought a house. I get the corner. Jesse's always scared because when he comes over, it looks like the end of Blair Witch. And Kelsey's just in the corner just with her shoulders corner. slumped. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, you're listening to Nerds. Uh, find us at facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast. You can use the same naming nomenclature for Twitch, YouTube, and Gmail. Uh, our Instagram is nerd podcast. We do not post there. Sometimes... I put a dick pic on our uh, on our feed for you guys, but I delete I it real Keith, quick. Keith put a post up, I think a week or so ago, of him at like a pinball arcade. Yeah, he also put up a funny little promo video he did. It was funny to me just because it's Keith, but I don't think I saw it. I probably just, did. I don't know if I remember it. Just at an arcade and just says he would loves everybody for listening. Oh, I think that's the one. Yeah, it wasn't a pinball thing. It was the arcade. Yeah. You're right. Uh, anyways, so this week we're gonna talk Knives Out, uh, which Kelsey and I saw. Um, before you go, you can just give a rating, Kelsey. You don't have to stay and discuss it. Um, okay. Unless you want to review it with me, but because I'm the only one who saw it. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about the Mulan trailer that just dropped, the, the second trailer, uh, and then Black Widow trailer one. Uh, and we'll talk a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I'm going to review some show from Netflix and some a bunch of other shit. We're, we're about to drop some dope facts for you on Egypt and Pyramids. <laughs> So oh and yeah, and I'm gonna debut some new. I'm gonna debut some music for you guys. Yes. So stick around if you want to hear the fucking shit I always talk about. Yeah. Should we put even the end music for the show, or should we just end the show with your song? I don't know, man. Because I have two. Uh, I really want to debut the new one. No one has ever heard. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, I think you should. And then, uh, yeah, I think and maybe we'll, next we'll time we'll put we'll, the we'll other put, one, uh, contrarian. contrarian. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll debut the new one. We'll talk. I think we'll talk about it a bit because it's it's got like nerd roots. Yeah, it's rooted in nerd shit. It's, it's kind of like I tend to theme stuff about nerdy shit. My so. favorite are any of the songs that you have made with Dark Souls and Bloodborne references. There's in them. like three, at least three or four of yeah. them. I have one where I talk about consuming effigies. I say I'm trying to f- figure out if I'm gonna like. Can I use the term? Uh, Praise the sun. If I could only be so grossly incandescent. Oh yeah. I don't know. I got to figure out. That's what Solaire says. Yeah. He's staring at the sun. Because I can says, say praise the sun. That I. That's fine. I'm sure it's trademarked, but it doesn't uh, No, praise the sun. Those three words, I don't think. I don't mean, who knows. Um, and then also another song I do say. Uh, Paris Hilton trademarked That's Hot. No, she tried to. Oh. She tried to. She, she can't fucking do that. <laughs> um, and then another song I have says... Uh, Born of the Blood. In and it. you had one about self-flagellation, which was Frida's That's dad. a song. Yeah, that's a song uh, called Mirrors, which will be on the forthcoming and EP. And that's about Which is about, Ariandel. it's about Ariandel. I mean, in a way, yeah, it's about like the self-flogging dude. So yeah, I like to, I try to do that. And if you look at my, my old band stuff, a lot of my friends were like nerds into like, w- like wow. So yeah. I talk about guilds and shit mm. and like, farming XP. Cause Zeppelin I was trying to, uh, talked about Lord of the Rings. In yeah. a song, so yeah. I get down with nerdy music. Word, but yeah, that's about it. For but we'll get to that later. Kelsey gets down with one band or two bands. <laughs> five bands. Five bands. Five bands. What bands? Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Pink Floyd. 
Beatles. Rage Against Machine? No. Creedence no. Clearwater is a good one. Clearance Clearwater Revival? Yeah. Oh, CCR. Great. Yeah, it's they're good band. great. Uh, I don't really know who I You don't to. even have a fifth. No, I think that's about it. No John Mayer? No. Love John Mayer. We'll talk about Nobody him later. Likes no John likes John Mayer. Yeah, they do. Mayer. We're gonna we're gonna talk. That's in my notes. <laughs> I, I I listened to the search for everything again last night, and I was like sobbing in my backyard at like three uh, in the morning. It's really funny. It's really good. Stop hating. <laughs> Listen, I there are musicians like John Mayer that I can hear that objectively it's good music. Like, yes, I will never say it's the same thing with like. I'm not a fan of country music because I hate rednecks. I hate redneck culture. I hate cowboy hats. Yeah, I hate I cowboy you. boots. I hate. I just, it's it's the part of my culture, you know, my yeah. world that I'm like disgusted by. We all have it. Every every culture has. A, oh, trust Every me, person I, of a culture probably has a section they don't. Yeah, like. I hate my tribe. Yeah, I hate my tribe. So that's that's my rednecks. Someone was who was it? That was he's not rednecky with. though. No, no, no. I was talking oh, about country. country music. Okay. So I can even hear country music that I I can objectively hear. This is good music. Like it's well pr- produced. Like the, the guy's voice is good or the girl's voice is good. John Mayer is a great singer, great guitarist. I just He's blues god. Don't care about him at all. Word. Right. Who does he tour with now? The Dead. The Dead. Dude. Yeah. He I mean, you got to be good if you're touring with killer. the Dead. He's does he on, play he's with a, Yes, yeah. he's oh. like front yeah. front and center now. He's like, I think this is year five yeah. or year four of him. He is their front man now, pretty much. Which is weird, because like, just let the dead die, dude. <laughs> no, they want to oh, keep playing. The dude. will not. Um, he did a podcast with Dean Del Rey a couple weeks ago. He did a two-part podcast. I've heard it like five times. It's so good. He podcasts very well, and he tells really great stories. And some of it's you can't really relate, because they do talk about, like he's an avid watch collector. Mm-hmm. So he buys like yeah, he's like a million dollar watch. Yeah, like not million, but yeah, like so that kind of stuff isn't relatable really. But uh, can't relate to how he fucked every female celebrity. God, everyone. (laughs) I wonder if he ever got Claire Danes. No, she doesn't seem like she gets like gets down. She seems like she likes really ugly guys. (laughs) Like the uglier, the better. Except for Jared Leto when she was on My So Called Life. Yeah, but they tried to make him. Ugly, like I mean, he's no. ugly now. Jordan Catalano was Jordan a hot Catalano was piece really. of ass. Is that his name in the show, or is yeah, that a real that was his name? In the show. In the show. Oh, okay. My sister was obsessed. With Who Jordan wasn't? Catalano. She you loved my so-called life. I still love my so-called life. It only had one or two seasons, right? Like one season. Yeah, yeah. I remember that being on the news because people were talking about how much they said like. If you ever mm-hmm. watch that show, they say like so much. Yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy. You ever try to go like? A couple minutes without saying like. Yeah. It's kind of hard sometimes. Well, when I was in debate club, we had to think about our superfluous verbiage, which is what they called that. Anything, any um. <laughs> it sounds like a name of a hardcore band. Or <laughs> superfluous <punk>. verbiage. <laughs> <laughs> want to see you in the fucking Wait, pit. <laughs> I just have to ask, you were in a club? Like you stayed after school and attended a club? I did debate club. He was in debate term Why stuff. am I just now finding this he out? He talks about it all the time. Yeah, I was oh, I don't listen failing 10th grade because of acid. And my teacher was like, I'll give you a passing grade if you'll join the debate club did some like, girl hit on you and get you in trouble yeah i got fucking kicked out because <laughs> a girl wanted to holler at you she just said i was hot and i was like that's not a question it made me really <laughs> mad and then she gave me her number and i threw it in the garbage in front of her i was so mad i got screamed at Ugh. i can't believe i didn't know you were in clubs i feel like maybe we shouldn't even get married don't even know you i was oh we're not getting married remember we talked about this jesse's moving in oh yeah <laughs> <for God. laughs> we're gonna go to we're gonna become pirates and go to Scallywag City. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I was in debate club. Uh, I went to two tournaments. I, maybe one tournament. I can't remember. I went to Terravella. 
I was and a I was a theater nerd. I was a drama kid. People laughed at what I was saying, and I got in trouble. That's what happened. I was saying that metal detectors in schools because the point of the thing was you had to be pro or con. It was called student congress, I think they called it, and you had to vote for or against a bill. You had to speak for or against, and they would tell you your stance. You knew the bills, yeah, and they would tell you your stance that day. So you just had to prep for both. So I got against, and so I was just like, well, I mean. It's not going to stop violence. It might stop gun violence in schools, but it's not going to stop clubbings and beatings. And we didn't and... really have gun violence like that when we were in yeah. school. Yeah, we this put rocks in Columbine. socks, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, like, if someone wants to kill someone that bad, they'll just go to their house. Like, you're yeah. never going to stop violence, you know? <laughs> yeah. And somebody laughed, or people laughed, and then they made me stop and wait, and then I finished, and people laughed. It's just my way of speaking, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Oh. And then... We did the question and answer, and some girl just said, you're hot. And I was like, that's not a question. And then they laughed again, and then I got kicked out. And then my teacher screamed at me in front of my friend. and his, Well, my, screamed at both of us because he got kicked out too. I forget what happened to him. But, uh, the fuck? Why are they kicking everybody out? Freaking losers? I don't know. It was annoying. I'm like, I can't help that people are laughing. I'm dead serious about what I'm saying. No. I can't help that if someone finds it funny. You know, that's not my problem. Did you get the passing grade in the class? No. But I did because I saw that teacher on a date with uh, this guy, Joey Green's mom oh, at uh, Bennigan's. Okay, yeah. And I told him, you at least got to give me a D or I'm going to tell somebody because Joey Green's mom was married. You know, it's I funny. I say his name. Uh, I, Sorry, saw, um, I saw one time me and my friends, we saw one of like the, you know how there'd be like the, those guys that would be like, they'd always be in the golf carts. They're kind of like administrators. Yeah. yeah. I saw this one administrator. Uh, this older black dude with this one white lady who would always be a sub. Like, you know those substitutes that you saw all the time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we saw them. We were at a gas station buying blunt wraps to like roll. And um, we were behind them and we're like, yo, look, it's Buddy with the t- t- teacher chick. And they were buying two 12 packs and they, oh, bought, and they bought like four blunt wraps. Oh, and we're shit. like, yo, they're about to go get drunk and fucking <laughs> smoke weed and shit. <laughs> And as we were walking out, as they we were walking out, I remember my friend was like, I forgot the name, but he was like, yo, Mr. Greenberg, what? <laughs> and then he, they saw us and they were like, oh, fuck. There were are... you in any clubs, Kelsey? Fuck no. <laughs> I was in the 420 club. Word. Me too, but I still went to drama. I no. did student I did student council. No. We yeah, had man. to freaking get high after school. I would still get high after school. I would just go to that shit high. Oh, no, no. Go to boys' houses, older guys. They'd have alcohol. Oh, get God. High. I had too many parties to attend to. I what? always tell her I'd... when I listen to the lives of teenage girls, it makes me it so makes mad me... and sad. Yeah, dude. It makes me so sad for myself back then. No. what I what we thought for... was going on was going on. No, no, no. Well, yes. But to me, I'm more sad because I'm like, that was all your fun was just like being yeah, yeah. pretty and getting fucked. And yeah, they no, know. Listen, that's cool. But I'm like, you don't have any cool stories. Your stories are all like, I went to Tony's house, I drank a beer, sucked his dick, and we fucked. That was cool. I felt pretty. And it's like, he made such a funny joke. Because Kelsey was like, you guys have such crazy stories. I'm like, yeah, we yeah, were we unfuckable losers that <laughs> fucking... had to make fun doing other shit. No, I still had girlfriends, but we still did dumb shit. I mean, I did, I still did like smoke weed, get fucked up, in trouble with the cops, but like also dumb shit, like running over the mailboxes and shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I love your story of slowly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man you have to you had to come up with stupid shit as kids so like you know even and by kids i mean like even up to like 17 18 oh, yeah. and shit i so i had a girlfriend in high school for like two years and you know i had sex that was cool 
I stopped rollerblading because of it. So <laughs> I, I, sometimes now I'm like, I wish I would never got a girlfriend. I just kept rollerblading because I'd be really good right now if I just kept skating. Yeah. After that, I came back and we skated, but I wasn't, you know, I just lost it after a couple of years. Like I can still do stuff, but, it, you know, I was like good before. Yeah. It's like I remember I used to be really good at like athletics and gymnastics and stuff and running and flipping and jumping and couple years later i was like yeah i can still do that stuff <laughs> and you try to go like pull off some of like the freaking yeah. cartwheel kicks you could do and it's like oh no i can't yeah. i remember the last time i was like yeah i can do a front flip watch and you try to go run and you're like oh i can't do a front flip anymore <laughs> and also this is really dangerous like no yeah you don't realize how dangerous that because if you overextend and you think you got to go all power you'll over flip and then face plant yeah and yeah man but yeah, anyways. But yeah, we were on Fuckable Losers, and uh, we made, you know, other... St- I don't know, we just did other stuff. But I think it's also just more that boys are dumb. Like, we do dumb yeah. shit. Yeah, We all, we, we matured different. Yeah. Like, like, really quick, I saw yesterday at work, first this one, like, young, like, between... Like, I would say, like, barely pubescent teen boy, like, maybe around 12, mm-hmm. 11, 12, 13. He comes up, and he's like, hey, uh, can I... Because I work in a bakery, kids get yeah. free cookies. Um... Kids for me, kids and cops get free cookies. So, kids, kid comes up. Hey, can I get a free cookie? I'm like, of course, little dude, you're good, man. Here you go. And then two minutes later, a gaggle of like seven kids come <laughs> up. They're like, they sent him as like the yeah, yeah. the canary oh, yeah, in the, the coal tester, mine. Yeah. And they're like, yo, free cookies. And they come up, and it's like two boys around the same age, and then three girls around the same age. But we all mature at different rates. So the boys at this age, like. Their legs are long, but their torsos are short, yeah. and they look awkward. <laughs> but the girls are all taller than them, and they're like pretty. Yeah, and, and like got, you could like, see, straight their, their, hair yeah, and... their hair is straight and long. You could see they're starting to become like, like, like young, young late, young ladies and mm-hmm. shit. And it's funny because the boys are still kind of like short and dumb, like little like <laughs> Neanderthals. Well, they still look like kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they look like kids, and the girls look like mature. Like they look like they're sixteen, seventeen, and I'm yeah. like, these are like twelve, thirteen year olds. And they're like, can I have a cookie, sir? And that always hurts. The sir. <laughs> oh, when people call oh, me yeah. sir, it hurts, bro. I hate it. I'm always like, I'm more of a dude or a hey dude you know what's funny? guy. I'm in an industry now of just old dudes. And so everybody calls me young. And I'm like, LOL, I'm fucking old as shit. But yeah. you think I'm young because you're 60. I'm a, I'm a, a ma'am and a sir kind of gal. And I never really thought about it. And now I get ma'am. And I'm like, please don't call me ma'am. Yeah. I I'm always a, say I'm like, a young, beautiful woman. You're hurting <laughs> my feelings. Yeah. Like I, I, when they say like, like sir, I'm like, I was audibly just go like, oh, can you not call me that? Um, Aaron, did you want to um, talk about your email? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, good call. Before we so do we did get an email on. from a listener who is going through a similar situation in their butt crack. Uh, I don't think it's the same thing, but they're going through something annoying in their butt crack. Uh, and so I'm just glad it was nice to hear from someone saying like that me talking about it was what helped them get the nerve to go to the doctor and just hear me laughing about the horrific shit going on in my butt <laughs> uh, just helped. So, and it was it was helpful to me because I've not I don't know anybody else who's had anything. So, someone I knew someone who had a cyst, a polynatal cyst, like I did, but Oof. he was we we used to call him the druid. He was hairier than me, so it made sense. Yeah, I think we talked about him last time. Mm-hmm. The druid. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, yeah, because I, I know I give you shit about it. I'm like, dude, you don't have to talk about this, man. You're good. But I guess you are right. You know, like if it can help one person, yeah, then it's worth it. Because to me, talking about it helps me. 
and then if in hearing other people better would help me. So yeah. it is. It's it's nice. I appreciate it. We won't name names because no one wants to talk about their butt crack <laughs> issues. But yeah. except Aaron, except me. <laughs> but it was nice to hear from you. So I appreciate it. Um, and we'll go ahead and jump right into Kelsey's corner since uh, she wants to GTFO. Kelsey's corner 2.0. Welcome back, everyone, to my <laughs> to my corner. Hope you enjoyed mushroom corner last time this corner is going to be pyramid corner mushroom corner is my <laughs> corner <laughs> yeah definitely i started uh the pyramid code on netflix Su- what's the code super boring uh well they're trying to to detect the code that's not the what is it they're trying to decode decode the code there it is um so i've never really been interested in the pyramids before but i'm learning a lot of cool stuff about the pyramids I like to share this information with Aaron before bed as he's falling asleep. Yep. She has a 30-second window before I fall <laughs> fully asleep. I say goodnight, and then it's over. And then I say, Aaron, I have to tell you something about the pyramids. And he chuckles and says, what? Yeah. And he sometimes remembers. Yeah, I remember this one. She told me that the pyramids used to be covered in marble. And then they got raided. And yep. they got stolen. And you... Well, before we uh, realized you weren't talking because you were muted, told us that uh, they used to have a the, the they, tip they, was the gold. Very, the tip was yeah had a golden cap on it, but of course somebody stole that shit. The coolest thing that Kelsey told me is that they weren't actually tombs. There are two or something that were tombs, mm-hmm. but they're smaller and they're shaped different. But they are like these weird chambers for sound and shit. Like they don't know what they are. Whoa, yeah. for real? That's yeah. cool. Yeah, they have like these sound chambers that were like the medical chambers and you would go there for the like auditory healing. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that where people use yeah. like resonance? And then there's the Great Pyramid they think was more for, because um, it's on top of the electrical magnetic current cross. So they think it's more of like, a conductor of energy. Oh, that's cool. So, um, but there are two that are definitely tombs, but they're not shaped like the pyramids. They're shaped a little bit different. Um, and then they talk about the Sphinx a little bit too. Um, and how the Sphinx is older by thousands of years than the pyramids, which I think is interesting. It was there before. Yeah. They call it pre dynasty. So pre dynasty Egypt. So I guess that would be, when there's no dynasty? I'm not sure. I don't know about Egypt, but I know everything we've been taught is wrong. They are not tombs. And what if it was just like one dude in the desert, like eating oh, fucking peyote? They like, did... I'm making a sculpture, dude. <laughs> they did show there's like so Egypt has closed the government has closed off the pyramids from people going in them. Um so people can't study them anymore. And like you can apply for it and most of the time they'll deny you. So the famous Egypt museum where all this stuff is, some hieroglyphs like fell off of a piece of stone and there's like hieroglyphics underneath of it. Oh, shit. And so and so they're like, okay, what are they covering up? And then one of the hieroglyphs, they're like, it's a helicopter, which I mean, that's kind of stretching because it's just like a half circle with a flat top over top of half of it. So it's like. I guess that's a helicopter. But, but why would they think it's a fucking helicopter? Like, what did they see the future, or did aliens <laughs> give them helicopters that we <laughs> then when the aliens came, they had helicopters. They came by helicopter, black helicopters. There's stuff like that. I mean, I don't know how much you can believe it, but like, like ancient drawings, intricate yeah. drawings yeah, of yeah. like dudes and like yeah. like flying machinations, where like you see pedals and a controller, and it's like this is painting is ten thousand years old. Yeah, why is this fucking figure? But then again, I just go. I don't know who fucking did that, so yeah, I'm not people sure. People in the 50s also drew spaceships. 
Like, yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, and in the tw- you know, like before we had air travel, we yeah. were making sci-fi. Like shit. It's, I, it, I might be lying. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't watch a documentary about that. I did not. Um, so the pyramids are actually pretty interesting. Um, it's a super boring documentary series, though. So only go into it if you like that like monotone nonsense. Um, I also have been watching a lot of the Nat Geo on Disney+. Plus. I'm the only person that's super stoked that Nat Geo is on there. Uh, I watched the one about Easter Island, which has the big Maui? statues. The Maui yeah. faces, dude. So dude, that's fucking wait, crazy. A secret. So you, so there's all these things. Well, I don't know what you think the secret is, but I'll I'll tell the two. The one which I think a lot of people know of is that they're not faces; they're they're like whole bodies. That's the secret. Yeah, like, that, that, they're, that they're buried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's psychotic. That's and then crazy. the other one is that they think that they were walked. So there's like a quarry where they would build them because you can see ones like built into the mm-hmm. stone. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't think they were rolled because on one side of the islands, all the ones that have fallen are on their back, and on the other side of the island, they're all facing forward down. Hmm. So they think they were walked like upright by rocking it back and forth. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So two guys actually did it and they were able to do it. Yeah. How big are they? They're huge. They're enormous. Because if they fall, they'll kill you, right? I mean, well, they're on either side of it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll kill you. Yeah. That's what I mean. You're rocking it back and forth. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. How could you even be strong enough to rock it? Because isn't the head the size of... It's a team of of people. How big? Like how big though? Like the head is how tall? How Maybe fucking boring is life. That yeah. <laughs> you go bury some shit you made, yeah. like bro. Well, <laughs> so invent TV, you asshole. That's like, a that's a volcanic <laughs> island, so that's why it's buried because of oh, lava yeah, buried it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Science. How bummed are you though? Science. You're like, bro. Six years it took us, but we did it, and we walked that bitch <laughs> up this hill, and then fucking <laughs> we and did like, it. You hit him with the Ian. Well, <laughs> um. But they also think that island was raided by cannibals, and that's what wiped out the culture. Because the Polynesians, they like to travel all over, mm-hmm. and there's like clear evidence of like them hiding in caves and writing about cannibals coming there and, oh, take, and killing Bro. all of them. So the secret terrifying. To cannibals is you fucking eat them. Oh, speaking of cannibalism, so I haven't been on in a while, but I wanted to watch a spooky movie for oh, Halloween. God. So I was like, I'm gonna find something spooky on Hulu. So they had Ravenous. Remember that movie? It's about anyone it's about cannibals so it's like them. it's loosely based on like donner party stuff uh, about like heading out west and then becoming a cannibal but i watched that movie in ninth grade and i remember thinking it was the craziest scariest movie i'd ever seen in my life and so we watched i watched it and aaron was in the room on this computer it's the dumbest fucking movie with the weirdest <laughs> fucking music i'm so mad at that movie so predictable it was the worst so that was really it was bad i remember watching it in the theater when it came out and being so annoyed when did yeah. it come out? Like two thousand, uh, maybe nine. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know what it. I don't even think I know what maybe, it is. Maybe like two thousand three. It's on Hulu. Can you pull you up a, a movie poster? I'll tell you uh, right now. And who's in it? Uh, the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, who was in like every movie during that time yeah. period. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. I mean, you mess. With, no, no. That's no. He's that's Breakfast Club. Oh, that's what. Yeah, yeah. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, uh, I forget his oh, name. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, it's bad. Should I watch it? So no, it's terrible. It's, oh, it's enjoyable. It's, if it's you haven't Guy seen it, you should watch Pierce, it. Pierce, Robert Carlyle's in it, and David Arquette. Are oh, on yeah, David poster. Arquette's in it. Yeah. But they don't even have that guy's name. What's his name? I don't know. They get on David Arquette for smoking peyote, so you'll oh, enjoy shit. that. 
Um, David, David Arquette retweeted a friend of mine the other day. A friend of mine uh, was a wrestler. His name is Donovan Danhausen. And uh, David Arquette's also a wrestling guy. He's a wrestler as well right now. Guy um, from Howard the Duck, Mom and Dad Saved the World. Oh, I know that guy. Uh, Mom yeah. and Dad Ravidus Saved the World was Je- cool. Jeffrey Jones. Yeah. No one would know his name. He's like a character actor, but he's been yeah. in fucking every good he's movie. He's the, the ginger. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you grew yeah. up in the 90s at all, you, you know saw that him in movies. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. Mom and Dad Saved the World was good. I remember that. Dude, is that it, is a good one. It, isn't that like where was, they, get these, they get the satellite dish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's he look like? Oh, boy. He's looking well, rough. Well, he's, oh, he's aging. Just old, yeah. Mm. Damn, he looked pretty he looks cool. Handsome there. With a beard. Yeah, that was a nice uh, headshot. Uh, he's like in the old guy outfit now, where every <laughs> shirt is way too big because you're just old and you look like <laughs> someone hung your clothes on a fucking giant. Tote you know, rack. it's crazy when you see actors like that who aren't like the Brad Pitt's and stuff like that, uh, like a, like a schlubby character actor, but he's still in Hollywood. So can and you imagine he like the Hollywood madness nights? Like he's had to have. A bender in Vegas with like a hotel room with like eighteen women and a oh, yeah. ton of cocaine, especially like eighties prime time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Well, and guys like him, where it's like you made it because you're a good character actor and you're in every good movie. Like, yeah, you're in so many good movies and you're making a living. He probably is rich as fuck, like because r- royalties, yeah, yeah. royalties. Because he was in fucking Beetlejuice, man. Yeah, dude. Oh shit, Beetle. Yeah, yeah. He was in so many good movies. God, he's in like every movie from that time period. He's in it. Dude, I'm a Who was fan. the mom in Beetlejuice? What was her name? Uh, that's um, Oh, God. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Moira from Moira. Shit's Creek. Moira. Oh, God. What is her <laughs> uh, name? Because she uh, was in a ton of stuff in the 90s as well. Yeah, but she's in... So that's a good segue because I finished Shit's Creek uh, the last latest Catherine season. O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, she's She's great. so good in Shit's Creek. So well, sad. she's such a good improvisational actress. <laughs> yeah, she's she blonde is. now. Mm, she's like a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, She's definitely old now. And Shit's Creek, she wears crazy wigs. Shit's Creek. Oh, you gotta watch it. It's Schitt's so Creek. funny. No, is it S I S H I T? Yeah, it's a no. Creek? It's S C H I T T. Oh, Austria. so it's so the last name. What it is is it's uh, Eugene Levy, the dad from American Pie. Uh, okay. Big eyebrows and his son, his real life son, and his real life daughter are in it. Catherine O'Hara is in it, and it's all um, like situational comedy. They play a rich family who get defrauded by like a business partner the mm-hmm. dad does and uh they are left bankrupt except for one thing that they bought which was a town called Shits Creek and he <laughs> bought it because it was a gag like he just thought bought it was it funny. As a joke yeah and so they have to live there and it's this fucking podunk little town and you know they're used to lavish living so it's it's really funny that sounds funny yeah. it's very dry humor it's on Netflix yeah y- yeah and it's okay. like it's like little 30 minute episodes so, That's good. Yeah, it's. Re- I mean, I, I'm mad that I waited so long to start watching it because it's so funny and it's been out for a while. There's a lot so. of shit like that I've missed. Like I've never seen one episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, I don't it's think I have. And it's people hard talk. To watch. People talk about it all the time. They t- well, people say it's hard. They say it because it's so cringy. Is yes. that the Larry? Because David yeah, because show? he's just putting himself into so many so- socially awkward situations. And that sounds hilarious to me. It's Seinfeld. I mean, it's the same writing because Larry David created yeah. Seinfeld. Well, yeah, Seinfeld is playing Larry David in his yeah. show, right? And it's, but it's like, <laughs> it's fucking hard to watch. I forgot. I was listening to an episode of a podcast. Somebody was talking about that. Like, there's an episode where he's like hanging out with some rapper at his house and it was like a funny situation it's actually, actually it's, it's goes back to what you were talking about. The pyramids being sound chambers. I was listening to latest Joe Rogan, one of the latest Joe Rogan episodes with Josh Hom, 
the guy from Queens of the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought they were going to talk about rock star shit. Nope. They talked about uh, like Aztec culture shit <laughs> the awesome. whole time. That's awesome, though. <laughs> they just talk about crazy Aztec shit <laughs> the That's whole awesome. time. I love it. And uh, he had uh, Josh Hom had visited like you know this this you know whatever he did this thing, and there's this quarry or area whatever where this old wise man buddy goes stand here, and then the old guy walks like a hundred yards or something mad far mm-hmm. away, and they're like in this like carved mountain mountainous quarry area, and then the old guy goes, "Can you hear me?" Oh my god, and he can. And hear the him? dude's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "They built this." area on purpose so that they could literally be so far away from each other but they could whisper and hear each other throughout like oh shit be, be like, like be like enemies are coming yeah so that, oh for that God. kind of shit so or it was like, super oh, interesting cool. um, yeah that's right up my alley it was late and I was bombed so it's like I, I went back a couple times I'm like how is he describing this like what does this look like but it was uh, it was interesting it's actually an interesting episode I thought they were gonna talk about you know fucking rock stuff New York Grand Central Grand Central Station, right? The big oh, subway the subway station. systems, yeah. No, 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 but you can. They have a chamber you can stand. It's it's smaller. Like you can stand. Like I think it's like maybe 20, 50, 20 30 feet apart. But you can stand in a corner, and if you whisper, the beam that you whisper up, it'll take your voice oh, to the shit. other side. So it's it's made on purpose. Like it's, it's just a cool little thing. They had those in like uh, playgrounds where you yeah. like whisper into something, and like your friend. That'd can be hear cool. You. Like if you had kids, like let's say like one of your kids, this is is your son's room, and then your daughter's room is downstairs, and you build a little like. Mm-hmm. Chamber. You would put the the cans on the string, like from Dennis the Menace. And it's I cool tried until that. Your brother hears you jerking off. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, th- what I was gonna say is, but then you get a rubber stopper for when yeah. you want privacy. Oh, okay. But then, like you know, you could talk and stuff for like. But I guess now we have text messaging. No, that's when you're a parent. You fucking put in there, and then you whisper to him while they're like about to go to bed. And you're like, fuck a <laughs> I, I regret you so fucking much. <laughs> no, you pretend you're a ghost. You're like, you better be fucking good to your parents. I'm gonna haunt you forever, and I'll fucking eat your face while you're sleeping. No, you would say something else like, "I'm gonna hold a magnet up to your Game Boy and delete all your saves." No, I would tell my kid, "I'm gonna kill him. I'm a ghost." No, <laughs> no, I'm a ghost, dude. All right, parent of the year. Anyways, I'm not having kids. Um, my ovaries, uh, my my sex organs are barren. He, he's infertile. I'm infertile. We've been trying for years. She's been coming inside <laughs> me for so long. <laughs> and I got to tell you, it's disheartening how unpregnant I am. I um, I love that meme because I, also I think about it sometimes like when people are like, we're pregnant. It just means like... <laughs> I'm totally letting him just come yeah. in me all the time. <laughs> He's been nutting in me for a, it's a like, while. And the meme was like a girl like hugging her dad. And it's like, Dad, I'm pregnant. And it's like what dad hears. It's like, Josh has been doing big cums in me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> big cums. Ooh, sorry, Dad. Ooh, sorry, Dad. Dude, God as a dad, it. it's got to be rough. Because dude, bro. a mom's never going to know how horny a dude is. Like yeah. They're never going to know. And so when your daughter brings home her boyfriend <laughs> and you're just like, you horny little fucking weirdo. I know. Especially if he's like some fucking little freaking. Uh, yeah. little, like, I know you um, jacked off of some weird shit. Yeah, like some little fucking greaser in a Thunderbird. Like yeah. John Travolta motherfucker. Oh like, God. get out of my life. If you, if you want to trick them and you want to figure <laughs> it out how weird they are. Start naming porn stars, slip their names in into dinner conversation. Yeah. As guys, it's secret code. 
alone because women <laughs> yeah, don't know definitely. porn stars. I never know the them. Weird ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of porn stars, so Aaron <laughs> drove past a strip club and decided to Google it to read reviews. <laughs> so then we went down this hole of Googling different strip clubs and reading the reviews. And uh, one of them had mentioned like a strip uh, or a porn star. And Aaron, yeah, who was it? I don't. It even was remember. Tori Black. Oh, Tori Bright. Like, I yeah. said the same shit. Said, she's, oh, legend, she's, she's legend status. Yeah, I don't know. So, But anyways, if you ever want a good laugh, you should read reviews of strip clubs because they're hilarious. Yeah. But she's actually one of the good ones. It's not like Tori Lane is great, but she's a mess and she got sloppy. But Tori Black's always been very classy. <laughs> mm, Battle of the Tories. Battle yeah. of the Tories. Um, speaking of, can I tell them what happened to you the other morning? Uh, I don't know what happened to me the other morning, so I don't know, man. How personal you? You have no filter. Yeah, no, I mean, no, just no. go. But it was happened for to it. your phone. Remember what happened to your phone? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. This is a good one. This is a good Kelsey one. Kelsey got a random dick pic. And we were talking. She was saying that we had a strong relationship because I was telling her I, I've been reading relationship advice on Reddit and and replying like you know I I just yeah. type on there to people and give advice. And you're weird. You told people your username. You're supposed to stay anonymous on Reddit. Why? I don't do anything weird on Reddit. Yeah, but then if I did, I'd log out. And no, because then you could be truly honest about your shit you're looking up and this saying. This is yeah. besides the point. Okay, I'm anyway, truly honest on so, here. Yeah, I know. Well, everything. Aaron and I talk about how whenever we see people seeking relationship advice or hear about relationships, we realize how good ours is because we don't have any of these normal issues and. Trust issues and things like it's that. It's trust issues and all, secrets. So yeah. all of a sudden, I get a text from a number that I don't know, and it says, hey, stranger, followed by a huge dick. Ripped dude. Ripped ass. guy. Big dick. dick. Did you reverse search the image? So no. Try that. I, I was like, oh, my God. So I hand it to Aaron, and he goes, oh, don't worry. I got this. And <laughs> instantly starts texting back the guy. Goes, damn, bro, you got abs. And the guy goes, your turn. And so Aaron Google searches and finds a picture of a guy with a huge dick in a car and sends back that picture and says, sorry, driving. Had to do a quick one. <laughs> this oh guy God. had pulled his little workout shorts to the side and had a big-ass boner. And he's like... Ah, like looking down, he has the camera under the steering wheel, and he's like taking this picture past his dick. Oh, it had himself. a face on it. Yeah, and so I go, "Hey, here you go," you know, whatever. And I said, "Sorry, I had to take a quick one. I'm driving." And the guy goes, "Where's the quick one?" And I was like, "Bitch, I just sent it to you. I got a fucking boner for you and everything." <laughs> and then he just never wrote back. Well, no, because then Aaron was like, "By the way, who is this?" Like, I don't mind the dick pics, and I'll show you my dick all day, but I have no idea who this is. And they never replied. Because she so. was really like, I don't know who it is. Give who me the give be? me the number. I'll well, call it. So we Googled the number. It's, oh, well. uh, well, can I? Can Syracuse, New York. No, Rochester, New York. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, something was very telling um, about the dick. He was uncircumcised. And, and the uncircumcised penises I have been with did not look like that. Yeah, they were not ripped. They well, and they weren't huge. They weren't huge. This, this was a this big was one, fucking and we knew. It was I huge. don't think circumcision has anything to do with how ripped you can get or how big your dick is. No, well, no. But she's saying I. I've never been, been with. A guy. Oh, oh, so it's yeah. not someone you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not like a past, uh, a past whatever. Dick. Which I mean, honestly, it would be over five years now that I had been with yeah. anyone, and so that's kind of weird to. I mean, would you text someone from five years no. ago a picture of your dick uh, at 9.30 yeah. at in the morning? <laughs> uh, I have. Not at 9.30 in the morning, but I have. Yeah. Not randomly, though. I mean... I mean, he, I was pretty ballsy. He, he, <laughs> he didn't have... Literally. It was did, pretty Dixie. He didn't have his uh, face in it, but like his jaw, like yeah. his mouth. Hmm. It so. was probably a spam thing, but it was just weird that they were responding. Yeah, that's yeah. strange. Give me the number, I'll call it. 
I don't even know if we have I, it. I deleted the message because I didn't like having the giant dick on my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, only my giant dick, which is very big, and I'm very ripped. <laughs> That's um, the only dick I want on my phone. And literally physically on her phone. Like, I lay it on her phone, and I say, look at it! <laughs> he says, tell me about mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, and I get an erection by screaming. <laughs> can, can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> um, yeah, Kelsey was pretty excited that i wasn't mad i'm like why the fuck would i be mad at you you didn't send it to yourself see i would be like no that's somebody you know what the fuck see, blah 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 yeah, like see me, like exactly. i feel bad because i mean i have trust issues i don't i'm not yeah. too aggressive about I it mean, i just don't trust anyone really i mean aaron should have fucking trust yeah i've been cheated on by everybody and... but the thing is i trust everyone and then if yeah. you break it i hate you forever and i tell you i hope you die i'm i just go I go crazy once it happens. Once you break trust, you're dead. Yeah. To me. I mean, I've done, I've, I still have a few people in my life that do, have done some dishonorable things, but I keep them emotionally at arm's length and I don't allow them to really intervene with, like, like if you know if anyone I introduce you into. Yeah, you're always like, this guy's really good. Like, like it's going to be a good dude. Yeah. Like, when I introduce you to Sal, I'm mm-hmm. like, not going to lie, I brag about both of you to each other. Like, I know this yeah. guy named Aaron. I know this guy named Sal. Yeah. I talk very, high, very highly of my friends that I appreciate and love. And there's like four of you. Yeah. It's like you, Brian, Sal. Oh, I got you beat. Keith. Uh, I have three friends. And one of them is the sister of the other friend. Yeah, so, isn't it? Ian's yeah. wife. Yeah. Yep. And her sister. Yeah. Oh. Those are, yeah. So those are my friends. And so that's like when we were talking about uh, doing like a, so we're doing um, like a courthouse ceremony wedding thing. Um, But then we're going to do like a dinner with our friends. And I was like, oh, cool. All three of mine. And Aaron, on the other hand, has 20,000. He's a friend to everybody. Yeah. And people tell him, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. (laughs) What was that from? It's Golden Girls. Golden Girls. It's true. I wish I knew the whole song. Well, I know it all. That's uh, oh, Jesse's new song. We just premiered it. <laughs> I used oh. to think that it said, so it says, she says, if you threw a party and you invited everyone you knew, <laughs> you would see the biggest <laughs> gift would be from me. And the call attached would say, thank, thank you for being, being a friend. friend. Oh, that's so da, nice. Da, da, da. So I thought it said the biggest gift would be for me. And I was like, that? <laughs> that's kind of rude. Bragging about that. Their gift would be the biggest one. <laughs> My gift's the biggest because I'm your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, if I was like, happy birthday, Aaron. Thanks, man. I still take your iPad. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for your presents on your birthday. Oh, God. That's a good song. Number one fan <laughs> of Jesse uh, said this, that she wanted him to sing tonight. And I was like, no, I'm going to sing because I'm awesome too. And she was like, hmm. Jesse singing is much better than Aaron singing. I was like, fuck you. And you sang. Look at that. Yeah, it wasn't great. F- fuck you, Sam. That, yeah. That's actually Just an kidding. older nerd nerd and nerd porn thing. Aaron's, one of his little shticks was he would always sing. Yeah. Uh, that's not a shtick. That's Aaron. Yeah, that's true. Constantly. Because you, know, you know every song from the 90s. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep, man. It's fun. Or like yeah. fucking peaches and cream or something. <laughs> 
I, I know. Start playing Jodeci. Aaron knows favorite, the whole album. My favorite part of Peaches and Cream is when he goes, You taste so good to me. <laughs> the best is Aaron gets on this kick where he sings Unleash the Dragon by Cisco. Uh, I know every word of that. And Dude, he knows every word of that. That song, I remember that was a thing in the yeah. beginning of the podcast. That was funny, dude. It's tough to sing it just because you have to drop, you know, N bombs a lot. They're <laughs> yeah. in it a lot. That you have song, to keep a straight face. Yeah, that song is chock full of them, but God bless Cisco, man. Yeah, that first album was not that bad. Oh, no, I, no, I had that album. That shit was, I was pretty doing it on dope. Repeat. That's it why was, I can sing along to yeah. Unleash the Dragon. It was better than the Drew Hill album. Oh, yeah. Oh, Drew Hill was awful. Yeah. But the album was all right, but not yeah, that Cisco right. that Cisco album. Well, that's why he broke out. Was he was so good. Clear like, fuck Thong Song, but like, what, what was the one? It's like that, that, the bit, the bit, that. That's the dragon. That's the dragon. Ready to attack. Yeah, yeah, that yeah nuts, that's such a dude. good one. And I like that it starts with la da 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 da. Dude, it's like Ooh. didn't he have a dragon <laughs> tattoo? And yeah, that was like his did. whole thing. Yeah. Dude, you need to go on Spotify. You need to make playlists, dude. <laughs> we should do a Patreon for the podcast, and you'll yeah. get a monthly playlist from Aaron, specially, <laughs> specially, uh, what's it called? Curated. Uh, curated by Aaron. Just pick a decade and uh, and a cringe theme. Yeah. I'm about to let the dragon out. <laughs> Did you have anything else for your corner? I have you? tons, but you guys can go into your week. No, I mean, yeah, you're good. If you want, oh. you said tons. Well, Drop the other more. thing was I wanted to recommend um, with Disney Plus is that I think everybody should watch Bambi because Bambi is a fantastic movie. I've never seen it. Um, it's got so it's mostly music. There's not a lot of talking, and back then they used like beautiful classical music. And what happened is Walt Disney found out about Patagonia, which is in South America. And it's like a, an old growth forest mm-hmm. with meadows and stuff like that. And he and he was inspired and wrote Bambi. So it's about like the woods. and um, But it's just really pretty and really relaxing uh, for everyone who thinks it's just a horrible movie. Bambi's mom dies at 41 minutes. So you can just fast forward <laughs> through that. I go and like go do the dishes at that Why? point. Why? Just or like, is how sad could it be? I'm well, sure so you the hear other a pow. Thing, do you see the hunter's face? No, no. You don't see... You, all you see is like you hear it and then you see Bambi running and Bambi being like, Mother, where are you? And she's not there. And she tries to... Oh, no. You don't see her... No, do, no, no. She no. doesn't but do the body? But what you do see, which I totally forgot, is Bambi gets shot. When he's an what? adult, he gets shot. Bambi's and a his, dude? And Bambi <laughs> is, gets shot and his dad comes up and goes, get up, Bambi. And he like struggles and is falling. He's like, Bambi, get up. And then Bambi gets up. I totally forgot. Bambi gets shot in that movie. One, so, I didn't know it was a, a male deer. And, oh, yeah. Oh, because then it would have been a fawn. Yeah. Um, and two, I didn't know his dad was around. Uh yeah, his dad. So after his mom dies, his dad shows up, and it was like, "Come on, let's go." And it so there's this whole winter that it's not how with nature works. Fathers don't stick around. Well, his dad stepped in at that point. So <laughs> Bambi. Um, <laughs> so you should watch Bambi. I think I should because yeah. also I like the fact that it's if it's like you know minimal speaking. Yeah, I know that is. they used to use beautiful, wonderful music. Yeah, animation it, is fucking incredible. People yeah. don't even draw like that anymore. Speaking of dads, by the way, I saw your dad commented on something on Facebook, <laughs> and I literally almost wrote, he's my son now. <laughs> no, I was like, don't do that. Yeah, I was like, I don't know his dad. I don't know no, my dad what, doesn't understand um, internet culture that okay. well. Yeah, that's why I didn't do it. Like, my like, dad does shit like, if I post something and he wants to say something to me, instead of DMing me, he just writes me messages through yeah. a post. Oh, yeah. Like, I posted that's something, and he's shit. like, I think for my birthday, I took a picture of my face. Wow. Uh, and um, 
he was like, miss you, son, or something. I'm like, miss you too, dad. And then he was like, I'll That's be visiting I you. I was like, he's in. like, I'll be visiting your brother yeah. next <laughs> week and I'll be in New York, blah, blah, blah. Let me know. I'd like to see you. And I'm like, delete comment. Yeah. And I respond in the messenger. I'm like, I've told you this before. Like, there was one time where I hadn't spoken. My, all right, my dad left my mom probably, I'm, I'm 35 now, ish. I'm 35 now, and my dad left when I was maybe 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'm not angry at him. I understand. Mm-hmm. They were unhappy. Fucking go get it, dog. Uh, but I don't speak to him a lot. But I guess one day he was having like a little resentment feeling or whatever. So he like comments on like a post I made, and he's just like, Oh, you know, it's really like shitty or not say shitty, but like, you know, it's really a shame that you can't even call your father like one of those like guilt messages, which like, dude, I'm completely understanding. I don't call you. And that is kind of fucked up of me. Also, phones work two ways, asshole. That's the answer to Uh, every one of those. But, hey, dipshit, maybe don't comment this on the (laughs) fucking photo from my fucking Street Fighter Club. With like Paul playing yeah. pu- fucking Justin in a Street Fighter match, he just sees like it's like part of my shit. So it's like yeah. comments. I'm like, this is not like no delete. Yeah. And then I had to message him, and I'm like, don't comment on use the messenger. Yeah. But the thing is, is since you have to download a separate app for Messenger now, yeah, I think yeah. he gets confused. But it's whatever. Bro, I hate when people say like, oh. Oh, it'd be great to hear from you. Like, really? Because I don't ever decline your calls when you call me because you don't, you motherfucker, yeah. you liar. I answer my phone yeah. all the time, every time. I answer every phone call. Yeah. It's like, oh, would it be nice to talk to me? So nice that you don't call, you piece of trash. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Like, I I have family. Well, I barely have family, but I have my grandma tried that on me once. And we don't talk because she sucks. <laughs> she sucks, man. She always has sucked, and I was cool with her when my dad was alive, only because my dad made me be. Yeah. Then he died, and she did shitty stuff, and I was like, "Oh, I don't. I get to make the choice now, and I choose not you, Grandma." And the pokeball came back and closed, and I threw it in the trash. <laughs> so I saw her at a carnival once, and she was like, "You know, it's real nice to hear from you." I'm like, yeah, no, you're not going to. Yeah. And then I saw my cousin who was with her, who I also hate, and she was like, she tried to talk to me. And I was like. Oh no, we don't talk. I told you this. The last thing I had said to her, and this is I'm I'm a I'm very extreme. You guys all know this. Yeah. She was talking shit about my dad after he died. But he mm. she was like using him to talk shit to my sister. And I was like, Oh hell no. So I called her forty times, she wouldn't answer, and I texted her, I'm like, You're a fucking pussy. So you're gonna get this via text, but you're trash. Don't ever talk shit to anybody in our family because you're a piece of human filth. You are a leech. Nobody is like excited to be around you. Nobody loves you. Your only family are around you because they feel bad for you. Yeah, you're, you're a bad fucking person. heroin addict piece of shit. Oof. And I was like, and she was like, wrong, no. And I'm like, you can say no all you want. Reality is reality. Yeah. And so I told her, I'm like, you will die. I won't care. And I won't speak to you before or after. Like, I'll never talk to you again. So she tried to talk to me. And I was like, oh, no, we're not friends. Like, we're, we're, you don't talk to me. And she was just like, uh, and I was like, okay, bye. And I walked away. <laughs> she just stood there. And she's tried to add me so many times on Facebook. It's I mean, just... I don't have like aggressive stuff like that, but like with, with my, like I have a brother and a sister, they have families and I love them. They're the best, but I don't have like a relationship with them. I don't call them and talk. One thing I fucking hate is pleasantries. Yeah. I hate having to speak to someone. Like if my mom's on the phone with my uncle in Dominican Republic, oh I'm like, and she's, and he, and I hear him. Which means, how's Jesse? Yeah. I go to her, 
no, no. I'm like waving. It. No, no, I'm not here. I'm not here. And she's like, oh, he's out because I don't like, God forbid it's on FaceTime. When my mom's like, here, it's your sister. And I'm like, hey, Max, what's up? Nothing. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How's work? Work's going good. How are the kids? Oh, all right. Tell me I love her. Blah, blah. I don't have anything unless, bitch, unless you want to talk about Dark Souls or Street Fighter, I don't. Like not literally those two things. No, yeah, but, but like if you want to actually I talk don't about have stuff. anything to talk to you about, and I know you're ha- you're you're healthy and happy and shit, and I know if there's something of substance that I need to know or that has happened to you, you will tell me. Yeah. So just because I haven't fucking talked to you in three months doesn't mean I hate you. It just means I have nothing to fucking say to you. See. Like, you, one side, you're religious, you have a family, you do your thing. The other side, my brother has a family, does a lot of work, does his thing. Me, vagabond weirdo in a band, I play video games, do podcasts. You guys don't care about what I do. Yeah. You know what has broken my heart my whole fucking life after I became, like, 18? Huh. I, and it's fine, because nobody has to indulge this. But I've been, like, an, oh, whatever, artist, I write songs, I'm a musician, for like over 15 years, since yeah. like I dropped my first album in 2006, never once has anyone in my family said, hey, Jesse, can Where you play a song yeah. or can I listen to your shit? Yeah. Never. And it's not that they have to. I get it. Same thing with like friends and shit. Like me, I'm opposite. Like when I hear a friends and artists, like our boy Caprio, I'm like, where does this? I want to yeah. see it. Yeah. If my buddy Jeff would make a beat, dude, can I hear the beat? Can I hear it? Uh, anybody who I know who has a podcast, whether or not, I'm into what they're talking about. I'm going to listen to it. You guys are welcome to Tate's. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't watch that anyways. I mean, the Tate's culture and stuff. Yeah, I love yeah, Tate's. But, but like, I have opinion. I have like a friend at work who's like starting to become a pretty good friend of mine, and they're like a hardcore nerd, but they're so like new age kind of millennial style where like they have no attention span. They can't get through fucking five minutes, and it's like, oh, then you're definitely not going to get through two and a half yeah, hours. Yeah. Like you could do a fucking three hour podcast on pottery. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. I support. So with my family, it's like, you, know, you show no interest in who I am, what I do, anything about me. Are your kids alive and good? They're not sick and you're good and you're fine. You have your job. Good. Love you. That's it. I don't have to fucking talk to you. And I'm fucking sick of that idea that you have to have, like, you have to pass, like, pleasantries. And you have to, you have to deal with this person because they're your family. Listen. Kelsey will tell you I have no family. Just my sister and me. I'll give you some advice. When I don't know what to talk about with people, I just say, so I watched a documentary about the pyramids and I start lecturing them about stuff. Or she tells me, I don't know what to say to them. And I'm like, just say this. Like, just say whatever you're thinking. Because she'll say something. I'm like, say that. You just literally said Oh, well, that's like text message. Yeah. Yeah, I have. uh, So I'm actually really close with all my family and communicate with them frequently. That's very nice. I know people like that. It's wonderful and beautiful. Extended family, immediate family, like all. Everybody, nieces. But you know what it is? It's fucking daunting. I see it and I'm like, it's daunting. So many people. Yeah. You have to remember everybody's birthdays and you have to fucking send them Christmas cards. Oh, yeah. Well, so I have a cousin who makes us a calendar every year that has everyone's birthday on it. Oh, okay. And that helps. It, That's handy. And it's like a. Uh, it's a group effort. A modge podge of photos from our family vacations and every they year. Wear oh. The same clothes. Oh, you wear matching yeah, we shirts. Do those. Yeah, Dude, on the beach. We let me tell you. We all wear. So we all used to wear the old navy. Flag shirts on Fourth of July <laughs> <Kill me, dude. laughs> every year, 
And then now we I just. I thought she was going like, to say, we all wear old Navy tech vests. No. Remember no. those? I used to wear, I had like four of those. Oh, dude. yeah. Polar fleece. <laughs> but <laughs> um, now we just do like color. So everyone wear like blue or white. And then we all go to the beach. If my family tried to do that, I would literally walk oh. in with a weighted vest into the ocean and just die. We used to. So my <laughs> sister. Like, I would, as I was going to be like, this is your fault. Like, you did this. My sister and brother in law make tie dyes. So that we all wore tie dyes for a while and I told Aaron I was like you marry me you're gonna have to wear a tie dye and he said I will absolutely never wear a tie dye ever I will never wear a shirt that says like Miller family <laughs> Disney trip I would jump off a fucking really? roller coaster I would surf on it until I got to the top and I'd be like I hate you mom <laughs> so I think also I, though is like my immediate family we went on a lot of vacations together so I think you have to have vacations to then all wear the same shirt yeah like Listen. did you do like the every summer you go to a Disney uh, or a it Universal? was like three vacations a year that holy we shit did we did um we would do cruises and then my grandparents what? owned a house um in the beach in North Carolina so we would do like a couple weeks there and we did a lot that's cool a lot of family stuff. we had a family vacation once we went to Disney with my grandma and she got drunk and forgot me in the car and <laughs> didn't put the car break and it started to roll down a hill and my mom had to run and get it and then we went to Universal with no to Disney with my aunt and she got really fucked up and she her daughter stole something but her daughter was like two or three she grabbed like a stuffed animal and she was drunk so she didn't see it she was in a stroller you know she just grabbed it as they were passing and the fucking Disney jail people came and she was like what and she was like super drunk and my mom was like she's clearly fucked up like she didn't notice this like just take it back she didn't even get out of the store with it her daughter grabbed it I'll buy it if you want and they wouldn't let her fucking leave. And we were like in Disney after hours playing with wheelchairs. I remember Holy we were like shit. little kids. Yeah, That's crazy. Speaking, we did not wear That's some shirts. white trash Speaking shit. of which, when my sister and all her kids come in March after we get married, we're doing a family Disney trip. So yeah, get that tie-dye ready. ready. ready dude. I'll do exactly what I did on my family's Disney trips. Be the guy that holds purses while people go on roller coasters. Sit in the car while it rolls away yeah. <laughs> and wave to us. Oh, You're going to wear the shirt. I won. No, we won't wear the shirts. You're going percent. to wear the shirt. No, we won't do the shirts. We haven't, we haven't done the shirts in so long. Listen. What if they do the shirts? It, if Aaron doesn't want to wear the shirt, I'll tell he him doesn't have to. It's against my religion. The this fuck, dude? My convictions will not allow it. Well, the thing is, Aaron, if it's like, it's it's a shirt, so it would never be more important than you not wanting to wear the shirt. Like, it would never cause a fight or a rift or anything yeah. like that, because it shouldn't. It's a shirt. Because you know me, and you know that it would I know. mean to, something to me It to means it. more to you to not wear the what shirt. What if someone else is like, Aaron, me. you have to wear the shirt. Oh, what will I say? It'd be funny. I don't it'd be have funny to if, do anything. It'd be funny if they're like, no. Aaron, you I have would, to wear the I shirt. I would never <laughs> let it start a fight or a rift or anything. And that yeah. is why we have a beautiful relationship. Yeah. I just don't see what the big deal she is. She would tell her parents beforehand, like, he he's not going to wear, wear it. Yeah. He will not wear the shirt. But what if they're like, that's a sign of aggression? Um, I don't think they care. I mean, they might. I mean, Jules will probably care. My dad will be like, yeah, I, I don't want to fucking like, wear it either. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> her dad is a lot like, He's a lot smarter and more manly than me, but he's like me in a lot of ways in that he's like, uh, he comes from a different world than they yeah. do. He's almost, like the me of their, their yeah. relationship. Okay. Because yeah. almost, I can see like almost like a dad being like, yeah, I don't want to wear it either, but yeah, I fucking no, he, have to. He fucking hates the shirts too. I remember him and my mom getting in a fight one time about the fucking Old Navy shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. 
Because the whole thing is it. they want to look like, you know, not, I don't know your family specifically, but people that usually do uh, that want to people? be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, other cultures do it. Black people do it. Latin people do that's it. Family, true. family that's gatherings. True. They make it. They make. Yeah, it's, that's true. It's family reunions. That, they, yeah. Family reunions. They want to be like, look at our clan. Yeah. Like, which we'll get into Dunbar's well, number later. And the thing is, I had no family. So I am yeah. I I recognize oh, that it's true. a it's a it's a thing. Mm-hmm. But I just I look at people who do it. I look at people who wear like if we were to go to Disney cuz we're going to go to Universal for my birthday. Yeah. Or even couples who just do and it. That's what I'm saying. If we yeah. were like future bride, I would if Kelsey came out of a hotel room with a future <laughs> oh. bride shirt on, I'd be like, "Not anymore." <laughs> and I would leave. I would be like, "Oh, I have no respect for you. That's it." I would immediately yeah, lose respect. Yeah. I feel annoyed when I see like bachelorette Oh, groups it's so annoying. where the girl has like bride to be and I, then they have the penis hats i yeah. had to wear a bathing suit that said bride tribe mm-hmm. in oh, miami beach God. for a bachelorette party this past summer did you, you have to drink out of like 100 no <laughs> oh my out of your wedding yeah fuck you <laughs> yeah. i hope you get a divorce you piece thanks of you're gonna save me 500 bucks because <laughs> yeah. most likely you gotta pay for your own makeup and your own hotel and shit that said i i really like her friend who got married she's not did you uh to this, but this goes into the universe so. did you have yeah, to drink well, with a penis straw or um, wear penis hats? No, 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 no. There was no penis stuff. No, they but... butt chugged and they shoved dildos full of <laughs> no. alcohol. I, so I have the secret, which is I am sober. So I don't have to participate in a lot of debauchery with oh, the excuse good. that I... I used to drink and I don't anymore. I'm almost five years sober now. So um, beautiful things like that. I like am able to get my own hotel room and not have to. So like I'll go to dinner, but I don't have to go to the club afterwards. So I, because of that, don't have to deal with a lot of that bullshit. There is a handy thing about being sober, a sober person is people immediately think you had a problem so you can play it up. She can be like, look, I can't be around that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. True or not, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. No, true. Like, even me. And it makes people uncomfortable, too, when I say, like, I don't drink or, like, I haven't drank in five years. People, like, get really uncomfortable and weird, and then they leave me alone, and I love it. You so... should always start that conversation with, after I lost my daughter. <laughs> Or, so they're like, oh, or just in the middle of in the middle like after you I say she had a kid or like after you well, say I like uh, yeah. after you say like I haven't drank in five years just stare off yeah. into the distance for a couple of seconds I've been like long five years <laughs> just cry a single tear of blood <laughs> it's a whiskey tear no but yeah. yeah I mean that stuff because that does work because people have people are sensitive at times to that like me yeah. I still drink like a fucking idiot drinking now but there are certain other things I've done that now I know alright man yeah that shit's fun but I have to stay the fuck away from it some of my friends still fuck around with that stuff they're like hey man come over and I'm like hey is that thing around they're like yeah yeah just don't but don't partake I'm like I can't be around that shit well, and if it wasn't fun, people wouldn't do it. That's, yeah, it's like, uh, hey, exactly. d- come over. What? You're afraid of water slides? Or, you know, you, yeah, you, yeah. You're, you can't go on them because you'll get ringworm or whatever? It's like, yeah. well, just don't go on it. It's like, just, motherfucker, if it's there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, on the everybody's slide. on the water slide? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've even done a fucking water slide at your sister's house because they're fucking fun. So, yeah. Yo, you know, you're... if there's fun shit around that, you know, you can't partake in, you can't even no. be around you it. You know who doesn't go in the pool at my sister's house? This guy. Aaron doesn't. You don't go in the pool? No, no. her kid's pissing it. And I'm like, I'm not going in your piss pool. Everyone pisses in Everyone every pee's pool. Everyone pisses in the pool. And it's got chlorine, dude. No, 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 no. Never. You take tubbies all the time. I don't piss in the tub. Uh, obviously, you don't piss in your own tubby. Yeah. 
I don't piss in the tub. I never pissed in a pool. You've never There's pissed in a pool. Multiple pictures of me as a kid. You're a loser. Bare ass pissing outside of a pool because <laughs> I would not piss in the pool because I don't want to swim in my own piss, let alone anyone else's. Do you ever go swimming in the ocean? No, what like rarely. Rarely, I want Rare. to because like, everything shits so in the ocean. So in like the almost five years we've been together, one time he went swimming in the ocean, and, oh. which is crazy for me because like I love the ocean, I love swimming, like obviously science nerd. Before I was an esthetician, I was at the beach a lot. I don't go in the sun anymore. She's terrified of the sun. I have the a, sun is evil. Uh, look, if your job is to look at people's faces and you see the damage that sun causes all day for eight hours a day, you fucking get scared of this. You ever see like old ladies who've just been like living on the beach for the last 30 Uh, years? So I call them Key West skin. Like when, Key West skin. Yeah, so when like someone's telling me about like a peel or a product and they're like, this is for that like... You know that one type of skin. I'm like, oh, like Key West skin. They're like, yeah, exactly. Like that leathery. Because like, yeah. everyone who lives in the Keys, that's what they look like—the leather face. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's shiny and the creases are. Well, and they all sound it's like rough. this. Hey. You're gonna like the way you look. <laughs> You're gonna like the way you look. Um, it's really funny. <laughs> if you guys want to do your uh, weeks now, mine is short. I. Spend a bunch of money. Uh, I already hit the it's been so. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I spent a bunch of money, like probably getting prepared. So I'm prepping. I'm DMing my first real D and D session for our group, and Kelsey's joining. I have spent so much money, like just because I'm so anxious about DMing because it's so much. He's taking know. it very seriously. You have to if you want to be a good DM. Yeah. yeah, and it makes me appreciate Luke, who uh, is. Claire's brother and a good friend of ours who DM'd our group before. And I just, like, I realized he put a lot of work into it. Mm-hmm. Like, and he did a great job. And so I keep texting him, like, dude, you're <laughs> such a good DM. That's good that you do that. Recognize He's like, him. Thanks. And I'm like, I can just tell that you, like, because he was excited for it. And I thought he was just reading the book. Because you, you see, they have adventures. I bought one. Yeah. That shit doesn't tell you anything. It tells you the overarching story, right? It says, like, in this case, they're going to go to a town. And they're there. There's like five reasons they've written for you. You can write your own. They have to go to this town, or they're they're going to this town because of a job, right? You know, whatever it is, their quest in some way. Could be they heard that uh the innkeep there has a lot of you know paid little jobs, or they could be going there because they heard about a goblin issue, or they heard about whatever. So that's what it tells you. Here's these four things. Here's the people in the town, and here's some events that happen. How the fuck do you get there, man? So you have to like plan out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you can't plan because you can plan enough. You can have story hooks that you are going to work in some way, right? You're going to have an NPC tell them something so they know. But if you got people like me in your group and Ian on our first characters, we were like, we're redneck brothers who are adopted and fucking <laughs> we're dumb. And every problem was a w- the solution was... Ian would cut a little bit of his hair and we'd set it on fire and then use it to light something on fire. They were clowns. We lit a mattress on fire from this old barracks that we were in. It was in a dungeon and there was a trough and we could see dead bodies in it. And we heard something moving around. So Ian was like, I'm going to cut a little bit of my hair off. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, we're going to light that mattress on fire. And I was like, yep, we're going to throw it down that thing. And he's like, yep. And so we lit it on fire and threw it down. And there was this little ghoul in there that came out and it immediately attacked us. But it was supposed to give us information. (laughs) Like we were supposed to talk to it. But the problem is if you're a gamer, a person who's played video games, your first inclination to monster is attack. Attack it. Yeah. And like 
as a DM, how do you make a monster go like I'm cool without being fucking like in Dark Machina. Souls three right. with purple that sweater thing, purple fuzzy sweater. <laughs> if the monster comes out in a purple fuzzy sweater, they're gonna be like, wait a second, that monster has fashion sense. We need to talk to him. Don't tell nobody. But in our campaign, there's two goblins that have pumpkins on their head. <laughs> they're part uh, of the book. Jesse, my character is a mouse. I'm a I'm a mouse folk. Oh, nice. We found like uh, a race, mm-hmm. and they're like little mice people and so because i wanted to be i don't know i wanted to be something like with animals or something and so they got turtle people too oh shit and they're cool looking i like turtles but uh i was a mouse in alice in wonderland in a high school play well that's cute the 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 door mouse the mouse that with the with the fucking in the in the teapot yeah yeah. come on jefferson airplane um so it, it's stressful. I can bought- you can you be a lazy shit DM and just like, no, oh, yeah. you guys jump on a bird and it drops you into the dungeon. You're there. Yeah, of course. Okay. There is some cool shit that happens that's sort of like that, but it's part of the main overarching story. This is all about giants, so it's called the Storm King's Thunder, the uh, book I'm running. Um, Could you just do a like Dark Souls campaign? And oh yeah. Be like I'm totally. We're gonna play D and D, but we're gonna play Dark Souls. Oh, here's a cool picture of the mouse guy. Yeah, he's a little mouse with a little cape. He's handsome. He's a little handsome little Well, hers doesn't really look like that because we made her a figure. Oh, cool. Oh, wait. Let me see. Is that the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It looks kind of like that, but a girl. Yeah. Uh, You know, female. You're going to be crawling uh, through a bunch of little tiny crevices. I'm so excited. They're going to send you on like... You're going to be like on like little mini scouting Mm -hmm. missions by yourself. Yeah, she's our rogue. That's what I'm... Yeah, so that's scary because you're going to be running into shit way bigger than you by... Maybe. But I can run like a mouse. That was she me has, singing. Everyone's has sang tonight. <laughs> she has a backstory so far. She's from Nim, but the, okay. Did you ever see the movie Secret of Nim? I know what it is. Okay, yeah. So that probably be, did see it. Okay, well, but do you know what Nim is? It's a little mouse. No, I don't know what the what oh, Nim is. So Nim stands for the National Institute of Mental Health. Oh shit! And that's they're like that's like the crazy story about the Secret of Nim is like they're being experiment. Anyways, they're lab rats. Yeah, mice. Whatever. Yeah. So that's going to be my backstory is I've escaped from Nim. Oh, cool. And I hate humans, mortals. You could like steal from, uh, what's that show called with the kid? Steal from the rich and Stranger get the poor? Yeah. Well, there is some stuff. Eleven. That. Some of your backstory is going to come back. You're going to have people. Ch- well, yeah. So I've, I, because you're not as invested yet, I kind of, not to say anything, not, but you don't know how D&D works yet. So you don't have established backstory. So Luke came up with something. Yeah, no, you. Luke already told me. I, I'm I like it. But I decided you guys are on the lamb. So he helped you because you're a little animal. And he, Luke's character was is a samurai. And what's on the lamb mean again? Like on the run? On the run. Yeah, from the law. Um, but really, it's more you're on the lamb from the people from that lab. I've decided you're the only one of your race. Yay! Fun. Because. We're not gonna have other. I mean, maybe, maybe you're not. I don't know. We'll see. I'll never be um, upset about you making decisions for me in D and D. Well, I just, just I don't. What don't, if he kills you? Uh, he, I know he would do it for good reason because he is he's Ned Stark. He's a just man, and I my, my last I trust DM decisions. Last time I played D and D, they killed me because I missed an I missed a session. They fucking murdered me. Oh, see, my thing would be if she can't make it or someone can't make it, they're there, but they're just. They're incapacitated or something. Like, some happen. I'll put a magic spell on them for that episode. Yeah, that I'll say my one session. in after you say your thing. But mine's pretty short. I bought a DM bag, a little satchel. For oh myself, yeah, I saw it's pretty I'm nice. Have all the books because I own all the books, but they're at Ian's house, and I kind of feel bad. They have kids now. Like, 
I'm taking room in their house. So I'm going to put all the books in the bag. Yeah, you could put a bookshelf in here, dude. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, How many of the books do you have? I have Player's Handbook, Monster's Manual, Dungeon Master's Guide, Volto's, Volo's Guides to Just Monsters. Just like number, how many? Like 10? Well, I'm counting them. Oh. Uh, Xanathar's Guide to Everything, Storm King's Fury or Thunder, uh, and a couple of Pathfinder books. So, so you have the 10. current books. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to put five books in there. Because I had a buddy who had like 50 of them. Yeah. He had like every... He also worked at a bookstore and he was like a lifelong fucking nerd mm-hmm. guy and like one of his best friends owned a like a kind of like a gaming satellite type place. Yeah. And he had like he had a like six foot seven foot bookshelf, all D and D books, and it'd be cool. I would look at them for the art, and I'm like, why do you keep buying these? It's the same shit. He's like, every year there's revisions, new monsters, yeah. new campaign ideas, new things. That's why I was so upset. Uh, we did our first thing. We built our. We spent like one whole night making characters. Oh yeah. Then we spent an idea. You know him telling us about what the campaign was going to be. We spent a whole first session. Being in town, we all were allotted a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. and we all, everyone spent all their money buying swords and this item and this fucking shield and yeah. armor. And I was like, I bought myself a comparable weapon. I made myself a race that was semi resilient. I was some kind of humanoid. And then I bought like a satchel of potions mm-hmm. just in case. Yeah. Because I noticed nobody bought any medicine. Yeah. So I bought like nine potions with my shit. We go on this campaign. We're going to go do our mission thing. And we get somewhere. We finally get to a destination, like a forest or something. And then the next time, I couldn't make it because at those times, I used to I used to play open mics like four nights a week. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's it's Java Delights. I got to go do open mic. I can't make it. So then the next time I show up to play D&D, they're like, oh, don't worry about it. You're dead. Um, we ran into a scuffle last time. So uh, Karee just said, um... You guys ran upon a campground that was torn up. You found all of Jesse's characters, st- or Jin, his name was Jin, Jin Yipachi. Uh You found his characters' clothes torn up, but uh, luckily you, find the, you found the satchel of potions. So he killed me to give them the potions yeah. and give them my weapon I bought because he wanted to take them on a dope like encounter, Yeah. but they realized nobody bought potions, so he killed my character. And, and he's like, you can re-roll and I'll insert you next time we go to a new new town. And I these are all my best friends at the time. I didn't talk to them for like a month. Yeah, fuck that. And then when I came back, like, you want to jump in on D&D with us? And I'm like, no, I'm not playing that with you. You betrayed my trust. I was rude as fuck. It was mean. It was malicious. It hurt my feelings. You didn't call me. You didn't tell me. Yeah. Like, I didn't like it. It hurt my feelings. Well. So anyway, sorry. No, no, it's okay. Uh, it just made me think. I've been listening to this guy, Matt Colville. Uh he works for, I forgot the name of the studio, Turtle Rock Studios. Okay. Uh, he's a writer for games. He wrote Evolve and Evolve 2, those games, I don't know. Oh, those games are yeah. cool. The first-person shooter games yeah, with yeah. the monster that evolves. Those are cool games. Too bad they just never took off. Yeah. So uh, he has a series on YouTube about DMing. He's a very good DM, and he just he tells you tips and things like how he does stuff. And he says, there's no right way. So none of this is the way to do it. It's my way to do it if it helps you think about it, whatever. So I've just been listening to that for eight hours a day. I'm like 30 episodes in. They're like 40 nice. minutes each. Yeah. Because it gives me ideas. So uh, I bought a bag. I bought uh, minis because we don't have goblins and they're going to fight goblins. You fight goblins in every fucking campaign. So. Um, oh, yeah. Like you said last time, you bought that dope tile set. Yeah. That cool like terrain tile set. Yep. Uh, dice. And- you got dice. Got dice. Yeah, we talked about them, yeah. Um, and I bought Kelsey a miniature for Christmas of her mouse lady. Um, it's pretty cool. 
Lady Mouse. Lady Mouse. Her name's River. Or is it Rivers? Uh, I don't know. What do you think it should be? No, you think. It's your character. What is your name? Uh, River Swiftstream. Yeah. Rivers Swiftstream. I think, what do you think? I like plural. Okay. Rivers sh- Rivers Swiftstream. Oh, that might be too much S. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think if you're going to have Swiftstream after, you should. it should probably be River Swiftstream. I also like River Swift it's, Thistle. Uh, Swift Thistle? Oh, no. that's a little weird. Are it's almost kind of like what really sucks is saying like video. I know what a thistle is. Do you fucking know what a thistle <laughs> is? I know what a thistle is. Pine leaf. <laughs> no, that's a reed. No. Anyways. Um. Yeah, it's like it's like saying uh, like video game music or video game magazine. Yeah. If you say it too fast, it's like yeah. I like game magazines. I like game magazines or like game. I like game music. Oh. Get it? Oh, like, it wrong. sounds it's like. A, uh, her- herbaceous plant. Herbaceous. <laughs> the age is silence. We're not in Europe. No, it's dude. herbaceous. We're not in Europe. <laughs> Fucking herb. Damn it. You don't know. <laughs> it's like a desert. That'll be, uh, dude, I hate it when they're like next letter, Kelsey's corner. The letter vessels. H. The letter yeah. H. I, it bothers me so much. Uh, anyways. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited for Sunday to do it. We're gonna have a four hour session with our friends. It's gonna be fun. Fuck. I was trying to think of a note I had. Um. So that's been my like life lately. Uh, we did see Knives Out. We'll or I'll talk about that. Um, okay, that's it. Alrighty. So, uh, so I've all right. So I've partaken Wait. in a couple things. Sure. I started back on Attack on Titan. I'm obsessed. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I I, I watched. I've I've I'm an idiot. No, I'm not an idiot. Uh, I did watch the two live action movies. They were only released for one day in we theaters. We saw the theaters. Remember? Yeah. Um, you went with me. Yeah. For the second one, right? Yeah. Not the first. We met with Wingate and Molly, remember? Oh, I saw the first one with Corey and another friend yeah. of mine, and then I saw the second one with you and Wingate. Flake, Flake Gate <laughs> was my fucking trades, bitch. No, I, I love you, but I want my fucking <laughs> she comics. She doesn't listen. I know you don't listen. <laughs> fucking fuck. Um, the movies were cool, but the show itself, I have. I think I only saw up to where the first gate gets broken. So I think oh, four the, four episodes. First episode? No, that think, is the first episode. No, the one where like the football guy. Like he's like it's it's the armored giant. Yeah. It's like episode four. Oh, the first one's the colossal titan, you're right. And then the armored The second guy one, the, the guy that one, just yeah. runs through the middle yeah, gate. And I never watched it again. Uh it looked cool. It's just I'm well, very I'm the thing idiot. is, next season, season four is last season. Uh, I was playing. Good, they're gonna do hard clothes on this. Yeah, I hope so. I was playing uh, League with Senya, and she was like, "I'm obsessed with that Attack on Titan. I just finished it." And I was like, "Yeah, I started season two, and I couldn't remember where anything was or what was going on because it had been such a long. It was like three years between the first and second season." And I was like, "So I just never came back." She's like, "You gotta finish it." So I was like, "You know what? Maybe I will." And Naruto's pissing me off right now. It's like filler universe. I keep having to skip every episode because it's not relevant. And then I watched like twelve episodes on Saturday last week. I just like <laughs> went cuckoo nuts and saw. Them I love when that happens when you're just like un- you like you have no idea unassumingly. You're mm-hmm. like, eh, let me just try this. Maybe I'll watch five minutes. And four hours later, you're just like, I have to go to bed. But yeah, I want to watch more. So yeah, that's a fun thing that happens. I still have to do that with Castlevania, and Good I'm season. a fucking Castlevania. Dude, I watched the first season once, which is less than an hour, and I've seen one episode of season two. The only thing is, it's so good, I don't want to watch it. It's your Bloodborne I thing. don't, it's like, it's so good, I don't want to finish it. Yeah. 
there's oh, there's so many things I have like that where I see something and I'm like, this is so good that I need to save it, you know? Savor the flavor. I do that um, with shows. I didn't watch the new Queer Eye in Japan season for the longest time because I was like, I'm going to watch all of it and then it'll be over. Yeah, that's like, what I'm afraid of. I remember... I did that with the last Harry Potter book, like slowly read it because I was like, when this is over, it's over. Like, See, I, so had to, I get that. I get that. I understand. I had to finish it because I was scared people were going to tell me the ending. You know, the fucking Snape killed Dumbledore page 606 meme. I thought that was going to happen with uh, Deathly Hallows. It, it just depends because some things I can, uh, when I'm done, I can go back. Like albums. Some yeah. albums are so good I can repeat them, but there's only one first go at an album. But yeah. that's why you lift your mic up. What were you going to say, Shorty? He called you shorty. Uh, Sorry, that's a fucking... Don't okay. call me shorty. I didn't mean it's... Uh, that's just a habit. She's five Fe- foot Females. Eight. Five foot nine. Five foot nine. No, nine. no, enough females. It's a term of endearment. <laughs> My bad. That's uh, just... I, I, do I don't that. even think I was going to say anything, so... Uh, it's all it's all um, good, shorty. It's all gravy. <laughs> um, um, shorty. <laughs> um, sorry about that. It just happens sometimes. No, it's... Um, like with albums, it happened. Wait, something happened it was when name calling. It was his. It's dick form dick. of bullying. Did you show her your abs and your <laughs> my dick? ripped abs <laughs> and my giant dick? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Jesse, we had no idea. Oh god, dude, I'd be so stoked if you had a dick this guy this big. This thing was fucking huge. Do you want to see a picture of it? You ha- you have a picture of I, the no, dick? I know. Screen- you screenshotted, I screenshotted it? it to send it to my gay best do friend. Do I want to see it, Aaron? Oh, you do. <laughs> oh God! Here we go, guys. Live reaction to. It's not a. It's not like a twelve-inch dick, but it's a. It's a pretty nice dick. I mean, because I saw I was watching something the other day that was talking about like averages and shit. Like any like nine even nine inches is like that's like point zero six percent. God fucking bless him. What do you think? That dick's not that big. Maybe it's the angle. I don't know. I it's, felt like it was... first off, it's mostly his torso, and look at him in look at it in proportion to his hand. Oh, maybe I didn't do that. It just looked nice. That's and... like a six and a half incher, dude. Mm. Oh, you're right. That's like a seven and a half inch dick. That's like a seven yeah. inch dick. It's pretty big. It's that's pretty a, big. That's above average. Uh, it's yeah, it's all right. He got abs though. You see the yeah. abs? Yeah, he's he does have. Uh, Okay, enough, enough, enough. Well, so in my brain, <laughs> she's just shoving the photo in my face, and I'm like analyzing, and I'm like, dude, this is gonna be in your memory now. And then every time I hear this episode, you're welcome. I'm gonna remember. Yeah, you're he, welcome. Then what they didn't say is he's laying down. He has one arm like back. You're right like, though. When I look at his hand, I'm hold like, hold on oh. a second. Is he taking the picture himself or not? Because yeah, is one so. arm behind his head? No. Oh no, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it. I, now that I look at his hand, you're right. His thumb's on it. It's not. Yeah, look at not, it in I mean, proportion nice to his dick, thumb. Nice uh, honestly, in my mind, it was bigger. Now looking yes. at it, yeah, in my mind, it, well, like I think I think when half, it's seven inch dick. when it's an unsolicited dick. dick at nine thirty in the morning, um, it seems like huge and aggressive. I was picturing like just abs and a rock hard <laughs> giant dick <laughs> with like veins popping out of it. No, it was just some dude he holding still his had dick. His, his turtleneck on too. Yeah, over uh, his boner. I don't oh, know. Uh, I mean, I don't know how they work because I don't have them. Oh man, this know. is normal. Works like normal. Um, <laughs> you have to take a special pill first. Yeah. No. Put your hand behind uh, your back. Close one eye. Abs. Squint real hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So my week. Let's see. Let me see if I can get through this. So I did. I did do something kind of cool. I went to um, 
uh, we can localize for this. If you want to look up Hard Rock Hotel or Hard Rock yeah. Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Florida, they tore down the old Hard Rock and they built a giant Les Paul guitar. It's, it's fucking nuts, bro. You're driving and you see it's an enormous. I don't even know how many stories it is. It's maybe thirty to fifty. It's Vegas. It's what, just so gross. What do you what do you call it, Aaron? Oh, I took a picture of it when it was in construction. I said. Florida finally has a lower back tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I get it, man. And it is, you know, whatever. It's all we it's all America gave them and they're trying to make the best out of it. Yeah. So, uh it's a giant guitar. It's pretty neat. It's cool. Uh me and my friend Brian Wright, uh formerly of the Mental Reps podcast, which we want to bring back. Uh he's a radio DJ buddy friend of mine. He interviewed Pop the comedian Pablo Francisco. Uh the interview's only 11 minutes. It's uh he's on 10 Oh, man, I've, I've, it's, he's on a radio shark called The Shark, a radio 104. station. 104.3. 104.3 The Shark. Uh, it's getting bigger. We have a big festival every year. The Killers just played it alongside Jimmy E. World, which Aaron went and saw. I listen to The Shark. I listen to the radio. I am one of the few radio listeners left in nice. the nation. If you ever hear Brian and Wright, that's my... Like, I my... listen to The Shark because it's either the classic rock station or The Shark. But I like The Shark because they introduce me to new music that doesn't upset me yeah it's like alternative rock yeah. and with some I, classics i really miss alternative radio stations yeah there was such a good one that uh i had when i was growing up um where in maryland 99.1 hfs and they had an hf festival and that's how you would see alternative music and so and then it just died out for a while so i'm glad there's an alternative music station yeah we had the best 93.9 zeta no 94 9 94 zeta. was no, that 94. the bakes, buzz bake sale no that buzz was the buzz was so another point one yeah okay that was in fuck you remember all these codes you'd be good at metal gear um yeah, Zeta was cool because Zeta had Zeta Fest, Halloweeny Roast. I saw Green Day at Zeta Fest. Oh, cool. oh man, we all know my first concert ever. Yeah, I said dude. it a million times. It was Zeta Fest '98. It was Glassjaw, Veruca Salt, Stone oh, Temple shit. Pilots, at the Deftones. That's it. awesome. And it was like 1998, dude. That was like around the fur Deftones. Yeah, that was, was right when around the fur dropped. It was huge. I remember the first band I ever saw playing as we walk into the, the field where there's two giant stage stages, I see Glassjaw playing. That's yep. awesome. And, oh, Nonpoint played as well. And I'm, I'm looking at Glassjaw. I don't even know who they are. I'm, I'm 14 years old. And my brother was going with a bunch of friends from church and shit. And uh, I remember my mom was like, you can go, but you got to take your little brother. And my brother was like, fuck. And I was like, oh, shit, we going. Let's go. Let's do it. Because I didn't know anything. I, yeah, I, yeah. I had I didn't even know what the lineup was, but like I had just gotten my first Deftone CD that summer. Yeah. Like I it was just. Your own summer. And I, you know, and it was a crazy time, but it was great. Yeah. But my buddy Brian. Um, Dude, I love Veruca Salt too. Veruca Salt was great. I remember like knowing the name and I remember like. The crowd wasn't going nuts or anything, but everyone was watching. But I remember that being cool, like '90s alt rock. Dude, I had such grunge. a crush on both singers because it was two yeah. girls that were grunge. One of them was uh, dated Dave Grohl for a long time. Word, I think uh, Fuel played too. I think they did oh. picture. Do you want to take my picture? They played. Uh, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> they played. Joe uh, Rogan's podcast made me learn that the singer for Fuel is Robert Patrick's brother. Robert Patrick being T One Thousand. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a fact, I guess, that I didn't know before. 
Yeah. Joe Rogan is uh male MCR's, he's, he's, uh, cousin. Uh, he's, oh yeah, did you know that? Kelsey, Joe Rogan is the I no, I told the Aaron cousin. because I have Twitter. So yeah, I I see me. a lot of that stuff. Twitter. And the best thing about it was everyone was like, I don't know what to do with this information. Like yeah. now that we have this, what do we do now? So yeah, no, I knew about that. I thought well, that was funny. Somebody was on, I forgot who it was, who was on. It was Kevin Smith. And Kevin Smith said he was speaking to Gerard Butler before he went on Rogan, maybe. Gerard co- Way. Gerard Way. What did I say? Butler. Who's that? An actor? That's Leonidas. Oh, Leonidas. Is he uh you people. No, no. That's, that's Tom, Tom Hardy? Hardy? Okay. Um, but yeah, Kevin Smith said he had spoken to Gerard Way, and Gerard Way was like, oh yeah, I think that guy's my cousin. And he was like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, I think our grandma is the same grandma. Oh, and shit. then he told Joe, and he's like, oh yeah, that's kind of weird. Like, And then Kevin Smith's like, no, dude, that's like fucking crazy. Like, You guys are cousins, <laughs> and you're both ridiculously famous, and you don't talk? He's like, no, I never talked to the guy. And he's like... <laughs> Should probably have him on your show. Yeah, that would be cool. Because one, I'll family. tell you, I'll tell you one thing. I know MCR is big and they don't need the Rogan bump. No, but that will bring a whole flood of people over to MCR, and also a whole flood of people over to Rogan. And also, depending on how comfortable he is talking about it, the whole issue with like his disorder and like in how his eating disorder and like he's into comics. And then Joe Rogan wanted to be a comic book artist as a kid. Gerard Way writes comic books. Yeah. And it, he's an artist. It would be and a really cool crossover for sure. They that, need to make that happen. Yeah. And they will. They will. They might because Joe is so nonchalant. Yeah. He doesn't really care. Like he's just like, whatever. Yeah. Maybe if he calls me and Gerard Way might be like, yeah, I'm busy with the tour. I don't care. But. Um, so I went to the Hard Rock Casino to see Pablo Francisco. He's a Latin comic that does mostly voice stuff. Mm-hmm. He got really big, like in the late nineties, early two thousands, for like in a world. Yeah, he's that guy. He would do. Oh, he's that guy. He's yeah, I've seen him on manic. Comedy Central and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yes, in two thousand, yeah. he had a yeah. he had a Comedy Central special that mm-hmm. made him really famous. He is exceedingly manic. He does not take a breath. He. In the past, I mean, I can speak about this because it's publicly known. In the past, has had horrible issues with drugs, especially mm-hmm. like cocaine, amphetamine type thing. I mean, that's, drinking. That's pretty common in the. And now he's like sober. Yeah. I was thinking a little bit like, hold on, man. How can you? I think he really is just like that because he's. That's a, probably why he used drugs to like even himself out. Yeah, because he's so manic. Yeah, because my buddy Brian like interviewed him, and I had to give my buddy Brian uh, Brian right from the shark uh, <laughs> super props because. It is, it is, I'm, I'm having a panic attack, panic attack listening because that guy is so fast and Brian's like keeping up with him right there. Like me, I would eventually be like, okay, man, hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can you just, yeah, I would shut down. Yeah. I, I would shut down and freak out. And, uh, Brian did a great job. They had a great interview. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty funny. Um, and then we saw him in live concert with or live comedy show with two openers. They were funny, whatever. Um, so you the, like the new Hard Rock venue? So you go. It's it's exactly what you think it is. You go yeah. in. It's a mall, <laughs> and then there's a casino. Yeah, and then God, I gotta see how I can say this. There are whores everywhere. Ooh, fun! Yeah, they're everywhere. I mean, I'm talking about like this isn't going to Sawgrass on a Friday night. This is like. Because this is it's a casino and it's twenty four seven and this is like Saturday night in South Florida. That I'm talking, are working. Or whores, just like slutty women. I mean, 
predators, pocket predators, wallet predators. Okay. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. you see they are yeah. so, or you know what? That's no, I don't think it's like obviously I'm I'm not like anti women, but yes, if you're like that's your fucking job is like I'm gonna go be like yeah. Well, anyone who's a predator of anything, that's not cool. So that's fine. Or it, Unless in, it's in, in the end, and you gotta eat. In but. the end, it's not really predatory either. It's fair exchange. If the hot 29-year-old lady with the... I'm talking about women that you look at them and you're like, how is it possible? You think there's hot women on the internet? You think porn stars are hot? There are women who are like, I won't even stoop to that level and you go in the world. And even dudes, there's like people so beautiful because that building is structured for Did you see monetary monetary okay. gain. <laughs> yeah, like that guy would be walking around in one of those with one of those dick out, you know? No, he, that guy would be walking around in one of those tank tops that goes all the way down so you yeah. could see and so you could see the abs. And I saw people so beautiful where I was like and the thing is they're not really doing anything. They're walking around and you see them leering around they're looking. And then every now and then you see them like with an arm on some like Harvey Weinstein shoulder, like some old man. <laughs> and there's like a 26-year-old beautiful person. Hey, get get in where you fit in. If I was there, I'd, I don't know get if I'd money. do that. I would get suck you old do. dude's dick but for a million dollars. I'm just saying because I was in a casino. So I'm saying like, to tell you the truth, like that's kind of part of the culture of what that is. Yeah. Therefore, I'm just saying you see it and it's it's almost shocking. Um, it's it, it was That was crazy about it. Well, it's uh, got to feel weird being like a normal person and being in that where yeah. that's like those the people normal don't even to them. they don't yeah. even see you when you're yeah. like excuse me they don't even like yeah look at you you're not even exactly you're not even on the when i used to work at the law firm there was all these like rich attorney people that would i would watch their eyes slide off me like i didn't exist and yeah. i'd be like fuck you like, yeah but to then, me i'm just like you're disgusting like i don't even and a lot of them were hot, and I'd be like, I don't even find you remotely attractive. Like to dismiss anybody like that, yeah. I'm like, oh, you're out of you. You don't even exist anymore. You're now the same thing. Like I'd just be like, Bleh. yeah. But other than that, obviously, there's a million people there. A fucking million people. By the way, it's nighttime. Even after the show, it's like eleven thirty, eleven forty-five, middle of the night. You can smoke in this facility, so people are smoking. People are just walking around with children. I'm talking like infants in strollers and people are just walking around like oh look at that prada thing and like there's like a seven-year-old a 10-year-old a baby in a stroller and i'm like get the fucking baby out of the smoking permitted casino yeah it's so strange there's children everywhere and people just smoking and then there's like you see like the touristy people then you see like the like you know Fuck it, I like the, the gaggles of whores walking around and the douchebags. I'm sorry for Aaron's like, God damn it. I can say that, though. They, you can't say those things don't exist in the world. And we're talking about a seedy casino in one of the fucking slimiest areas of the fucking country, bro. I can say that. Say whatever you want, dude. Exactly. So, say whatever you want. Anyways, the comedy was good. It was funny. He did have a funny bit. Uh, it's hard to explain. It was very funny, though. So that was funny. That was great. That was fun. Um other than that, I've been playing a lot of Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's getting pretty cool. Cool game. Exactly what you think it's going to be. Enjoyable. Uh, weapon upgrades and all that shit's kind of fun. Fighting animals, hunting animals is great. And I'm going to skip that game. Um, I did buy a game on a sale. It's called Road Rage. And it's trying to trick people who used to like Road Rash on the Sega Genesis <laughs> to buy it. And Road Rash used to be a really cool motorcycle game where you yeah. like could club people over the head while you rode. Yeah, you were like a little punk rock dude. This game is so bad. It's open world, which automatically makes it trash. 
Your character rides with one hand on the motorcycle because the other hand is always just holding a baseball bat. <laughs> and when you're like turning, the bike's barely leaning. It's Ugh. it just it looks like a broken PC shit game. It was only one ninety nine, but it was it's bad. Deleted it right away. Darksiders uh, Eternal or whatever comes out this week. Eve Evolution, I believe. Yeah, it, they've taken Darksider. Yeah, they took Darksiders and turned it into an isometric dungeon crawling loot yeah. game. But there's no loot. You get these like upgrades, but you have the same weapons forever. Oh, really? Because yeah. the last, you're right. Because three wasn't a loot based game, but two, two, was. two is basically fucking third person Diablo yeah. style shit. Um, so that's pretty neat. Um, I did notice everybody look out. Anyone who likes records, I ran across a Mega Man box that is coming out. This is pretty incredible, and it's going to be hard to get. Uh, it's six discs, and it's a Mega Man one through eleven soundtrack box set it's awesome it's gonna be retailing at 120 dollars for some reason best buy selling it at 140 because they know it's gonna sell out <laughs> but i found some weird ass website that was selling it for 89 for cyber monday or whatever so i just pre-ordered it it's going to be mega man one two and three full complete soundtracks and then four through 11 selected yeah. songs basically polling the best ones um, I bought for my birthday. I bought myself a couple things. One being that Mega Man box set that I pre-ordered mm -hmm. just because I ran into it. But I didn't buy myself the God of War vinyl soundtrack. The recent God of War soundtrack is very, very good. Um, I highly recommend it. It is actually really good. It's by uh, Bear McCreary, and there's a song on it that I really, really recommend. That I don't remember what it's called. I like called. that every time you come over, you bring a uh, record. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's called Memories of Mother. The God of War soundtrack is just, boy, boy. No, it's, uh, it's called boy. Mem Memories of Mother is a really beautiful song. Uh, I also bought myself a Street Fighter book. It's called Street Fighter Undisputed. It's a pretty awesome book. Retailing in stores for 40 bucks, but you can find it online. I realized that you could buy stuff online for retail price or go to a store for retail price. But you can go online and buy books at vendor prices. Yeah. You can buy them from the distros. Mm -hmm. So like that $60 Dark Souls 3 book that I bought, you could buy that shit for like 30 bucks if you just order it from the Barnes & Noble distro. So I bought myself a Street Fighter book, Street Fighter Undisputed. It's normally 40 bucks. I bought it for 20 uh, 25 after shipping. That I like, was fun. Um, the album art on uh, the God of War. Yeah, it's a hand print. That... You'd, I mean, you'd, you'd know it if you knew the game. Uh, I got the two new issues of Batman. You'd know it. That just came last came out yesterday, which are Batman issue eighty four. During still during the City of Bane mm -hmm. conflict, he's. What's Batman no, up to these days? I don't. Days? I don't know. I'm. I'm so behind. He's fighting. That's his father, but his father's from a different fucking time period, so I don't know. I thought his dad. Um, well. Yeah, his parents are dead. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, that's why. There's like weird shit. There's like, I don't know, something's going on I don't realize. Uh, and then before I review Creeped Out, uh, basically two small things. One, I highly recommend that people look up, if they're into music, look up Dean Del Rey's podcast. I don't really like him very much, but he did a two-part episode with John Mayer, and it actually is really, really an interesting listen. I enjoyed it very, very much. And that made me take another listen to John's recent album, The Search for Everything, that came out like a year ago. And that album is great. Uh, so I think that's great. Um, also, Weird Nerds, the podcast information. So, I mean, I think it's okay for me to say this. Keith's going out of town for a week. <laughs> 
So he needs somebody to watch Bowie and Rush and the fishes and uh, Aria. Aria. I almost said Abigail. She's not a pet. <laughs> She's a baby. Um, <laughs> You're watching Abby too? <laughs> no. <laughs> Abby got her. Ooh, Abby got a tooth knocked loose tonight. I'll tell you in a second. Um, so Keith is going out of town to, to I assume, do some family stuff because he's family man now. He's he's the he's a what he's uh, he's a Griswold now. <laughs> he's gonna a, see uh, what's her name Chris Christy Berkeley or whatever. Or driving on the yeah. highway. Christy Berkeley. <laughs> yeah. I remember my mom when that part of the movie would come. She'd look over at me because I'd be smiling and uh-huh. she'd be like asqueroso, which means like disgusting. Because <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's the point of the scene. But Keith's going out of town and he needs somebody to watch the pads and you know watch the house. So he's like. He called me yesterday. He's like, hey, man, I got to ask you a favor. Could you do this? And I was like, I don't know, man, a week. And I'm like, I mean, it's too far for me to drive back and forth. He goes, no, no, just stay. He goes, and he's at one point he stops. He goes, dude, I'm giving you the keys to the castle, bro. <laughs> and I thought about it. And I was like, well, you know. It's true. I he's- do miss my dog. And he has two really, really amazing, wonderful yeah, he's, dogs. He's got good dogs. And uh, he does have all the game stuff. Didn't you have a beagle? No, I had a Shih Tzu Yorkie. Oh, okay. Gizmo. A Shorkie. A Shorkie. <laughs> right. He's got good dogs. Get some dog love in. Get some yeah. dog time. Yeah, and um, I like Bowie's old man face. Yeah, He has yeah. such old man face. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so I realized, you know, I'll play some games. I, I haven't had time with the Switch, so I might play some Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to play my PlayStation shit, of course. Um, the Pokemon uh, character design for this pokemon shield and sword or whatever super cute super fucking cute yeah i saw a meme it was like me showing my family uh my pokemon uh, (laughs) characters at uh thanksgiving did you see it and it's like this dude and you see like his mom dad grandma grandpa and they're all like super disappointed in their like 30 year old (laughs) son who's like look at my look at my i got all the pokemon so um so that was that and then I'm trying to get through my shit as fast as possible. That's it. And then I watched a show. So I got a show too that I started watching and I was like, oh. So I like spookies and spooks. I always watch spooky shit because I like it. It's the only thing I can watch. So I found a show on Netflix. Strangely enough, I'd never seen it before, but I see it has two seasons. Total of like 26 episodes or something. And it's called Creeped Out. So it's a horror anthology series where every episode's different, but it's like PG. Okay. It's not like gross or whatever, but the episodes are short. They're like 24 minutes, 25 minutes, and they're fun and interesting and varied. There's one that's a two-part episode, the finale of the first season that I know you're going to like. Um, oh, I don't watch scary stuff. It's not scary at all. It's I don't like creepy stuff. Not creepy. Okay. If anything, you can watch these two, but um, I started watching it, and it's interesting, like um, like a couple of... like. Uh, what are they called? Like the the idea vignettes? of the episode? Not the yeah. vignette, but the 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 premise of the oh, episodes yeah. or like like when I saw last night it was funny because with Keith, Keith doesn't have fucking light switches. Oh it oh it drives me nuts because I can't see and all I do is look for light switches. Yeah, and you have to go, Okay, Google, turn on kitchen light. Okay, Google and he goes, well, this room is different. You can't say turn off living room light. You have to say shut off. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, do you have a switch? Like, we should always have analog switches. Yeah. And it's everywhere you go. 
And I was noticing, like, dude, this is crazy because at one point he's showing me like procedural things to do yeah. in the house. And I hear Rachel in the background and she goes, Okay, Google, add Tylenol to the shopping list. And I was like, That's some fucking future shit. Yeah, that's some Black Mirror shit. It is. It's like Black Mirror stuff. So there was an episode I watched last night where the family, it starts off with a family mother, father, daughter, son. Son's probably 13 or 12, daughter's probably nine. And uh, the whole family and the whole house is super technology, and they all use that. Uh, like it, it does everything uh, for them. And then at one point, the parents were like, "The the son's like, look, I got another A, and you said the next time you guys go out, I get to stay home without a sitter." Oh snap! And they're like, "Fuck it, all right, I guess Billy, we'll go out." But what we didn't tell you was we're not taking your sister. And he's like, "Fuck, I don't want to watch her. <laughs> I'm having friends over." So the parents leave and the kids there, and then their Alexa or Google mm. fa- Home goes sentient. Yeah, of course. And it's but it's a, it's and a, it becomes the episode of Smart House. Well, no, it's like disappointed in the kids and probably trying to become a mom. Uh, I won't say anything. It's not that, but and it's not like it's evil and wants to kill them. But there were um, there are cool episodes. Even if you don't like spooky stuff, like I really do think like. It's not actually scary. They're actually pretty fun because I watched so I've watched so many anthologies and scary, spooky stuff and things like that, and Twilight Zones and uh, Tales from the Dark Side and all that shit. And it's uh, it's not actually scary. It's just called Creeped Out, and it has a really cool theme. You can whistle because there's a guy called like the the Creeper or the Watcher. He's like a little the mascot of the show. And he whistles a theme, and uh, I think it's a really cool show. I'm almost, I'm probably halfway through the second season, but for what it is, I'm gonna give it a four. I mean, I I fucking hate how we throw fives around, but it's because we're using fucking fives, dude. Uh, but I'll give it like a four, four and a half, because of what it is for a PG rated show about kind of spooky ideas and fun storytelling stuff. So is it more like a Black Mirror than... Black Mirror is way more traumatizing. Okay, okay. A, a PG version of Black Mirror. Like It's not all technology, though. Okay. It's like a, like some of it... Like One of them is about this girl who's a bitch. She's like a babysitter. Mm-hmm. And like, she's like the best babysitter in town. But like when the parents leave, like she's so mean to the kids. Mm-hmm. And like when you get to the end of the episode, it's like, ooh, like cool, like cool turn of events and stuff. And... Uh, it's stuff like that. It's like, it's more, it's like, you know what I would think of it as? is like goosebumps or slight thrillers for young adults. Okay. But they're fun stories. Yeah. And there is one about like a smartphone that like will be your best friend and shit, but the smartphone goes fucking sentient. I think they might be biting Black Mirror a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's um it's almost like Black Mirror for YA, like young adult. And okay. I will say that as a thirty five year old man, I'm watching <laughs> it and I don't feel ashamed and I'm having fun, like with with the stories and they're pretty funny. I gotta finish Creep Show. There's like, I think there's like six episodes total or something. And I want to watch um, man, there's a series on Hulu, something in the dark through the dark, something like that. And it's little horror vignettes or hmm. anthology. One of them was supposed to be great, so I gotta I gotta watch it. Um, okay, let's do knives out and then you can go. Wait, down. really quick, I did want to say just because I glazed over it so fast. Street Fighter Undisputed really is like a really dope book. Uh, it came out like a year or so ago. I really recommend it. Um, it's got a lot of really good information about Street Fighter in it. Not only character bios and stuff like that. It's not an art book. It's like an actual book. 
Um, and I would recommend what I was saying before about ordering from distros. This book is $40 retail, but if you go online and buy it directly from like Barnes and Noble's distro, it's $17.99. Hmm. So that happens with, I noticed almost fucking everything. Yeah. If you just don't go to the store, you can just buy it. See, like you just were at a character page. Now you're at a page about like, uh, what's that stuff called? Merchandising and shit like that. Yeah. Like they tell you really like all about like, like the and beer. Yeah. Like the, it's this book that just kind of tells you everything about Street Fighter. I mean, there's a, a lot of books, but. Do you think T-Hawk's first name is Tony? No, it's Thunder. Thunder. Thunderhawk. Uh, but it'd be cool if it was Tony Hawk and he did a kickflip. No, they actually had to change T Hawk's name because originally his character design was uh, they they deemed it uh, uh, culturally insensitive? culturally insensitive because mm. it was a little bit more like native native. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And his name his name was actually something different too. It was something like something. It was like I don't know. Yeah. But if you play a game called fuck, I forgot what it was called. Um, it's a really good fighting game. But there's a character called Condor, and he's the fucking same shit. It's just oh yeah, was that um, dude? We used to Breakers. Breakers. It's called Breakers or Breakers Revenge, which is the re the the re, the second one that brought in the ninja character. They have a character named Condor. But hey, man, those I mean, warrior stereotypes are. I don't think they're bad to be put into fighting games and video games because culturally we do have samurai. Yeah, samurai the are Japanese, yeah, ninja are Chinese. If we had. That realistically, we would take like the fighters from each different culture, race, nation, and it would be, you know, the warriors, the samurais, the they're the world warriors. I guess. Well, yeah. we, I guess we do that with the Olympics. It's, yeah, we. That's definitely true. I mean, the Street Fighter did it. There was also um, Deadliest Warrior, which used to be a show on Spike. Remember Deadliest Warrior? Yeah, where they would make like computer simulations of things. Yeah, they had a video game where you would play as like Genghis Khan or Vlad the Impaler or some pirate buddy. But yeah, that's it. That's my week, and um, we're two hours in. Okay. Yeah, no Our problem. Weeks are Knives long. out. Yeah, let's review Knives Out real quick. Um, Made me take my dick out. It's a knife. <laughs> it's a knife dick. Um, she no. sent a picture to herself of her knife. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Knives Out was a lot of fun. It's great. It's a murder mystery. And it was a lot like Clue. Mm-hmm. It's like, like a fun murder mystery. That's what I thought when I went to yeah. see what movie came out recently that everyone saw because why was I in a movie theater? Lighthouse? Mm-hmm. No. What big, huge movie did everyone have to go see oh, recently? Oh, Endgame. No, I didn't see that. Anyways, I went to a movie and I saw a trailer for Knives Out. And I was like, oh, it's Clue. In fact, oh, Joker. When when I went to go see Joker, they had a trailer for Knives Out. And I was to my buddy next to me. I was like, "Oh, it's, it's Clue! They're making a new Clue. It's it looks like Clue, dude. Yeah. It and basically is Clue. It's directed by written directed by Ryan Johnson. So the guy that did um, Brick, he did uh, Brothers Bloom, and then he did um, what was the one that got him Star Wars? Fuck. Um, did he do Star he Wars? Did Godzilla? Did God, he? please don't bring that up. He did. He did uh, last. He did Jedi. Last Jedi. Oh, okay. We don't like to talk about that. Oh, okay. Because Jesse d- digests the internet and allows it to make his thoughts. No, I don't. Their thoughts. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse's an independent thinker. I am. Very much. Except I, for somehow and, he And he respects females. <laughs> no, definitely as... not, dude. I think Phantom Menace is a good movie. I like Phantom Menace. <laughs> you would like the fucking Phantom Menace and hate <laughs> Get out. Uh, Get fucking out. Last Jedi. The, there's like... There's... <laughs> 
Okay. Don't attack me. All right, Phantom let's... Menace may be one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> Phantom Menace is trash, but it wasn't until it's... like time we need. I, we needed time to get it to where like it's not as bad as we thought it was. I saw it in the theater so on release, I. and I hated. Was that every the one with Jar Jar Binks? Yes. yes. Yeah. No garbage. Garbage. I don't that think was it, the one with look, Anakin saying, "I'm going to do a spin move." Look, uh, I don't think it's as bad as I used to say it was. Yes, Revenge no, of the Sith is better. No, Revenge of the Sith is trash too. They're all trash. Oh, all I like I like Revenge of the Sith. Everybody likes Revenge of the Sith because it has a forty-five minute fucking lightsaber fight, fight that no. devolves so far from lightsaber fighting that you're like, who cares? No, I they've understand, been, dude. They've been sword fighting for forty-five minutes and no one's <laughs> wounded with laser swords. I believe you. I understand that. But all I'm saying is, I did not like Last Jedi, and it's just personally when I saw it in theaters opening night. No, I didn't see it opening night. I saw the other one opening night. Um, I just didn't like it. I don't hate it. We talked about this plenty of times. I like the Force Link. I like certain things, but a lot of it is kind of fucking stupid. Makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, whatever. So Ryan Johnson made uh, <laughs> directed this. Uh, Knives Out, and it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's one of my favorite movies this year. Uh, it's a really good murder mystery. We don't get them very often anymore, especially this type. That's like. Kind of a goofball, fun one. Well, and I think the thing you said when we left the theater um, is most accurate to describe it. You said it was a really tight script. Yeah. And, and there's just no plot holes. Nothing was left. No on, loose threads. It no, seems like yeah. it would have to be because it's not like there's explosions or race car fights. Oh, there's explosions. Oh, but I mean, it's not like it's like a Vin Diesel movie. Like it's yeah. a family drama. Your it, script better fucking be good. Yeah. And I mean... Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, yeah. Daniel Craig. I mean, everyone's great. Yeah, I, those are all wonderful, that's amazing his name, actors. Right? Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah. I loved. So he plays this like southern gentleman. Yeah, he's like the last. Southern really, detective. the super fucking UK yeah. dude yeah. plays and a he, southern he's man. Good, he's good at it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, Chris Evans. Yeah, uh, is an asshole. And yeah, there. Uh, the guy from Miami Vice is in it too. What's his name? Uh, Colin no Farrell. No, the original Miami Vice. Oh. Um, sorry, don't. Oh, I think his name is Michael something. No. no, haven't seen the original Miami Vice. Sorry, no, but we all know his face though. I don't, I literally don't know his face. And then he was in another movie we watched. Uh, or no, he was in uh, he's in um, Watchmen that I watched. Do you have any critiques for Knives Out? No, I, I would give it a five. I think it's yeah, a me great too. movie. I think it was solid five. I think it was really fun. I think everyone did a good job. I think all the um, actors were accurately portrayed yeah. and picked and i thought it was probably the most fun go ahead michael mann oh then i'm wrong michael mann directed it went to he? high school with mike mann no no, no that must be the yeah, that's the director hold on right oh those are the writers um don johnson don johnson it was don johnson yeah don, don johnson. johnson sorry about that everyone that's knows okay. don johnson um, edwards james elmos was in almost yeah. was in miami vice um so <laughs> The reason I said it was tight, there's no loose thread. So everything that's set up, you get a great payoff for. Everything. All of it. And all the once you start the mystery starts to unravel, you're like, oh shit. Cause you know, you know you're in a mystery film, so you're starting to try to piece it together yourself. And mm-hmm. they kind of give you the answer in the very beginning and you're like, Well, what's the point of the rest of it? But it it it's good. It's good, yeah. It's it's good. It's not what you think it's going to be. And the main character ends up being someone you don't expect and, and being a fun yeah. character, like yeah. There's a lot of good in that movie. Yeah, I is don't want to spoil a... it because it is a murder mystery. Yeah. So, but oh, of course, uh, yeah. I recommend it to everybody. Is yeah. there a hard close? 
Yeah. Yeah. Happy ending. Every, yeah. Everything. You feel. Well, you, you feel don't say happy ending. That's a spoiler. Well, no. Well, no. It, I mean, like no, hard you... for me, hard close. If there's a hard ending, hard close, then I'm, that's a happy ending for me because it shows they're not trying to make well, that's knives what in. Happy ending. It's yeah. Like, it's satis. It's satisfactory. That's what I mean. Is this a satisfying ending? You yeah. get a closed knives up in. knives in. Well, because it's fucking everything that comes out that makes like an extra three bucks. They're like. Turn it into a multiverse trilogy. Annualized film. Exactly, dude. Like, get <laughs> out of here. Every who, Christmas. You know? Who did it first? I guess Star Wars. Yeah, Marvel. Star I Wars. I mean, maybe even... No, because there was sequels. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, Jaws. Jaws. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Jaws you're might right. be Jaws, Jaws is the first. Yeah, I think Jaws. God damn it. No, but those are sequels. I, I'm, I'm talking about predator, predatorily... Uh, predatory oh, sequeling like you know what i'm talking predator. about oh god <laughs> they only no, had two of, they say... only had two of those and also the first alien versus predator in the antarctic i love that movie oh god that um, how dare you <laughs> how dare you that might be star wars when they really started being like let's throw more movies at and that was the prequels they they started predatorily making it they were like people want it so let me write some dog shit script on a diaper yeah i mean i have horrible things I, I have horrible <laughs> feelings and things about the prequels like, you know, the whole fact that most of it's, when you watch the prequels, like, somebody did it, like, 72% of all of it is literally people just walking down corridors and green screen. Yes. And they're just talking and walking. And most of the prequel movies are just people either sitting at a table and talking or walking on green screen or CGI green screen shit. Yes, it's all CG. They like, did there's, everything there's like, CG. Um, and it was because, oh, George Lucas was traumatized because of the troubles he had making the originals when it was like, oh, there was weather. Like, remember there was some issue yeah. where um, a little prop city they built got kind of damaged by a storm or something. Listen, and he was George like, Lucas. yeah, I sold he it to the that. I sold it to the white slavers. Yeah, like, so stupid. He made one movie. That was great. Star Wars, A New Hope. I mean, he made Indiana Jones. Those are good movies, too. Could you imagine if he stopped at A New Hope and just no, left he it? did. He didn't like. I think he he didn't wrote, direct the other ones. Yeah. All I'm thinking about is um, Star Wars did an episode about George Lucas and Wait, what did Star? Uh, no, South Park. South, South Park, Park. <laughs> and they about the Indiana Jones. They were like, "Don't let him get the script. <laughs> like, He'll ruin it." Um, yeah. He's. I, I mean, I say fuck him just because he's like crying about it now. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, you were 25 and made like one of the biggest movies ever, and then got super rich. Oh, was it hard? Oh, cry baby. He was under 30. Yeah. Jesus. I think he was like 27, maybe. Ugh, annoying. Dude, I forgot and that shit. And Jaws came out like one after. Like I think Jaws hit first and was a block, but the first blockbuster, and then Star Wars came oh. out and blew the fucking universe apart. I mean, that was a different time though. Like those guys obviously had. Privilege for the families. In life, it's always your roll of the dice. I remember I started watching a documentary about Steven Spielberg. And then you have any idea how his career started? He made, um, what did he make? Well, he used to make, like, he'd make little movies himself. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously he had the access to cameras and mm -hmm. shit like that. But uh, he went to, like, this movie studio, whatever, Universal or whatever, back in those days, and just kind of jumped off the tour bus thing somewhere. And went into a building oh. and went into an office and just stayed in there and then just pretended to be someone that worked there. 
Uh, Holy shit. Until they caught him and he had learned some stuff and they're like, you're pretty savvy, young man. And I'm pretty yeah. sure, I'm also pretty sure when he was like, well, just call my dad, who probably fucking owned the bank or some shit. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I have no idea. No, you're probably wrong. Him I'm and like, wrong, but like, because George Lucas didn't come from not Lucas. Hollywood. I'm talking Spielberg. No, no, I'm saying both of them. Spielberg. There's people. That's not even a time where I mean, there, there's always been like where your parents get your jobs and stuff like that. But Hollywood wasn't f- wasn't formulated like that back. Yeah, then. it was just a world where if you had talent, you could get in, and it's it's like that now. It's just a different way. There's a different path. Well, you guys get born into it. Like I didn't realize oh, yeah. until I was watching Hot Ones, great show, with Kristen Stewart. Because she was promoting New Charlie's Angels. So the girl from Twilight, you have any idea how she got into the movie business? Mm-mm. Her fucking parents are both like big wig Hollywood people. She grew up in her house and like they would have like a fucking shadow box with like, this is the jacket that Martin Scorsese was wearing when he wrote fucking whatever. Mm. And like their house was decorated and adorned with like... Uh, Marlon Brandau shoes and shit like well, that's, that's like, why um, her dry ass acting she gets through because she's nepotized in same thing with Chris D'Elia comic his father's a fucking well, yeah. f- a TV director yeah like look he's at, a he grew up a celebrity look at um Max Landis his dad's fucking John Landis and he wrote Chronicle and he yeah. hates his dad he fucking hates his dad but he his name has Landis yeah. in it, so it's look at Ange- Angelina Jolie she changed her name yeah. look at Emilio Estevez he was the only one that was like I'm gonna Emilio! keep my I'm gonna keep my <laughs> Latino flair everyone else is like I'm Charlie Charlie yeah. Shane Emilio's like fuck that arepas Arepas. <laughs> so Knives Out was Arepas. Cool. Arepas. <laughs> Vamos. Uh, duck, hi, duck. I love Arepas. Hockey Ducks, whatever it's called. Mighty, Mighty Tails. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Tails. <laughs> Hockey Ducks. Um, <laughs> whatever. Don't fucking at me. I stayed at the Mighty Ducks wing of the Walt Disney Hollywood <laughs> Hotel Pop Century. Not Pop Century. One of those. Anyways. That's cool. You remember they did it? Fucking... And I was. Oh, I was going to Unnatural ducks, family. Ducks. Uh, ducks. Yeah, <laughs> You're my, wearing my your family shirt. Matching tie dyes, old navy flag shirts. Uh, ducks, um, Mighty Ducks I'm, had a cool cartoon back I'm in the day. I'm going to let the dog out. Yeah, so we're. You let we're the dogs out. Knives out. Okay. Uh, it was good. Go see it. Um, if you want to talk more about it, write in. I'll be glad to get into spoilers in a couple, you know, give it time to be out. So, want to say bye, Kelsey? Bye, Kelsey. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Please. for sending me your dick uh, on a Saturday morning. Appreciate Obviously, that. definitely. <laughs> that was my hey stranger. Here's my Google number that I made. Yes, I grew, um, grew my beard back very fast. You're the best, Kels. Thank you for being on today. Yeah, you did two hours. <laughs> um. All right, so let's go over um the Black Widow trailer. I like the fact that it's not overboard. She's kind of. It kind of, it's, you know what? It doesn't have enough, it doesn't have as much shine, polish, and laminate yeah. over it. And I like that. It looks a little it's bit gritty. Like it looks a little grittier. Like I don't see, like, I'm sure there will be set pieces that will be huge, but it doesn't seem like, you know, she's fucking, um, it doesn't seem like she's going to be like jumping out of a building. While it explodes and well, landing on a spaceship. A well, no, she's going to jump out of a ship, but it doesn't seem like she's going to be like riding on top of a spaceship yeah. while using a bazooka yeah, yeah. to shoot a fucking monster. It's going to be like a spy film with her fighting Taskmaster. 
I approve of his design a bit. It looks a little bit too much like a motorcycle helmet. No, but it it's looks like tighter. Taskmaster in it, a way, other than he wears he, more like a cloth mask. Right? Yeah, he, well, no, he has a cool mask, but he has like a cloak hood, mm-hmm. which I imagine for filming continuity would be a bitch with the, the cloth yeah. folding all over the place. Yeah, so that, but they'd probably just make it rubberized or something so where it's like cloth over something is what I would do. Hopefully at some point maybe when they're like dialogue discussing maybe he's wearing like the cloak. Yeah. Maybe and that's have just, the cloak come off like it's just it's like yeah. a hood so it flies off whatever. Because I think the only time we see him he's on a motorcycle mm-hmm. which that would be I mean it'd be pretty cool to have the cloth but Florence Pugh looks really good in this too. I like her. I mean she was in Oh the Midsommar. sister. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was in Midsommar and she's amazing. Um David Harbour looks great as like fat Russian Captain America. I forget his oh, name. Oh yeah, um, um, the guy from uh, Crazy Kids. Yeah, Stranger, Stranger Kids. David Stranger, Harbour. Stranger but things. I can't remember his character's name, and he was. I don't either. The red, the red Soviet guy. Yeah, I don't know that character. He's the Russian Captain America, basically. They There's U.S. Him. agent, but that's not. He was ma- in the comic. I believe he was married to Black Widow, but in this, it's supposedly like her dad or something. Yeah, like they're they're like. They're not really, I don't think, related. I think it's like their f- assassin family. You know what I mean? Like it's That would make, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Because it but, seems like they're all coincidentally like Russian assassins. Yeah. And they're, then um, the mom or the, the mother character of their little family. I couldn't tell who she was. Um, the lady from The Mummy, Rachel Weiss. The Mummy from The Mummy? Yeah. No, 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 no. The... Brendan Fraser's girlfriend in oh the from Mummy that movies. one yeah oh, okay Rachel Wise I think oh I, you're it right it looks like her it might not be her I I didn't even think to look but I it looks cool this supposedly takes place between uh no uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Age of Ultron and it also deals in the past but this story canonically takes place in between those two films yeah uh yeah like I can say like I look I watched the trailer it looked it looked like a trailer for just like it was so not anticlimactic, but not trying to shove it in your face. Anti epic. Yeah, anti epic. Yeah. It looked like, oh, look, there's this there's gonna be this action movie coming out. Yeah, it looks like a Mission Impossible film. Or, no, no, those but, are those are crazy epic madness. No, no, but I, what I mean is more like well, yeah, okay, that's fair. Because those movies like, are fucking like nuts. Movie those guys movie. have like karate fights on motorcycles. Yeah, maybe more like a Bond film. Like a yeah. spy, just like a SPM yeah, show. that's why I liked it, because I was like, oh, it's not going to be like the universe is ending, and yeah. I have to fucking use this time-traveling crystal to destroy this alien. It's yeah, this like, is no. going to be her story. It's like, just like, no, dude, she's a human who's just a super dope assassin, and she's going to go fight shit. And I'll tell you this. I, I will say Taskmaster, though, is different. Like, he is not... He's a mutant. Yeah. You know, well, pa- they, you know they own... Fox now, so they can probably use the term mutant. This might well, be a good way. I'm not sure if he's a mutant, but he probably is. Uh, you know what his power is, right? Mm-mm. His power is if oh, he, he can do any sport, right? No, basically. no. His power is is if he observes something, he learns it. Uh, so if he watches Cap throw his shield, he mm. now knows how to throw the shield. If he watches Wolverine fight, he now knows how to fight like Wolverine. Like yeah. if he were to be, if he was to be able to. Like he could watch a world class any martial artist, and now he's a world class martial artist. Yeah, like if he was able to like be perched up on a building and watch Batman fight twenty thugs, he could go down there and maybe go two or three rounds with Batman okay. before Batman pulls out some shit he didn't see. Yeah, yeah. But he needs to observe something, and then he could learn it. So if he fights somebody, 
So the thing is, he's going to fight Black Widow and she's going to knock him around a bit. And I can bet you there's going to be to be a beat in the movie where she comes back and, and he's, he's like, like he I already know your moves. shit. Yeah. So she's going to have to come up. The, always, the way to beat him always is you have to do something he has not seen yet. So, yeah. And that's what makes it dope. Like a part of him, like if you play him in Marvel so versus every time Capcom, you fight him, it's going to be harder. Yes, if you see him in Marvel versus Capcom, like he wields a bow and arrow because he's done like like extensive research where he just like I'm going to spend three months trailing Hawkeye, mm. and then I'm going to get myself a dope bow and arrow, and then now he's the fucking shark. yeah 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 yeah. So his power is really cool because it's basically copycat copycat yeah. powers. But there's a character like that in Heroes, the show. I would imagine. I mean, that's a it's a trope that's every company pretty much has it. But um, it's a cool idea for a character. Um, I think that's kind of a universal trope that will always yeah. live on because it's not you can you can't really call it unique. Yeah. Uh, because it's such a cool idea, but in the end, it does leave. It does give you a lot of room for like really fun improvisational writing. Well, I'll say this too. I like that it's taking place in between those two movies. Uh, you, you might not want to. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it takes place in between those two movies because the end of Captain America: Winter Soldier, she's like in this weird crisis mode, like she's in a weird existential oh, crisis. Thing? No, no, no. It's more about who she is because in that movie, remember, there's like a moment between her and Cap where or there's a couple moments where she's like, I don't know what I am or what, you know, who, what I like. Oh, yeah. And I think it's a good time for her to go explore that and then it kind of slots in, you know? Yeah, because like, she's a fucking assassin. She's a murderer. Yeah. The rest of them are like heroes. She's a fucking killer for hire. Yeah. Um. So then this says, uh, it's what, May 2020? I think something like that. Yeah. It's not too far off, but it looks good. I I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, and I like like you said. I like that it's like a toned down Marvel movie. It's not like the world is ending and now I have to stop it. It's like no, this is my story of yeah. my shit. Like I mean, they're kind of like it's a little bit annoying. They're, they're kind of pushing it that way. You could tell her yeah. hair's disheveled. Like because if you look at like God, what was it? I think it was Winter Soldier, where her hair was like down to like her chin and yeah. it was super straight and yeah. slick and perfect and she was mega fucking hot. Yeah. And this one she's kinda like her hair's like curlier, kinkier, yeah, straggly. Braid. It's like she's got like frizzies and she looks like dis- I, I I get that because that would also take take uh it would make sense with the whole issue of like her being in that kind of moment where she's like, "What, like, what am I doing? I'm fighting alongside all these heroes, but like, how many fucking people have I murdered?" Yeah. So yeah, it looks cool. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll go see it. I'm not. I'm probably not going to go see it in the theater. I still haven't seen Endgame. It's because I'm afraid of. I I don't. Is I'm I'm afraid of it ending. That's what it is. It's good. Man. I know it's good. That's why I don't want to see it. I don't want it to end. And There's a moment, man. That's... I know. What? Don't give me hope. No. Okay. There's a moment, man. You know, you've seen the moment. I mean, I, I, it's a Cap moment, but man, it's a moment. No, I haven't seen the Cap Captain America moment. Oh, no? No. I mean, I'm sure he like is going to die or something, and then like... It's it's not something like that. It's a moment. Oh, I think like, it's it, things are getting spoiled for me. Okay. And are you allowing yourself to spoil stuff? Like, it's been yeah, out. Yeah, it's been long. Okay. You don't have to tell me like, yeah, that's exactly it, but... I think there's a moment where like Thor dies and Cap tells him like, "Dude, give me the hammer, I got it." Something like that. There's just a moment. There's a meme that like kind of said something. It yeah. was like the meme was using that reference to be like, 
you know, you know, when your friend is down to his last beer and yeah. you look at him like and it's and it's uh it's cap and it goes, Don't worry, you can trust me. And then before I saw the other caption, it was Thor. I'm like, Oh man, in endgame, Thor's going down and Cap goes, Dude, I got it. Because we already saw in the beginning of Age of Ultron, yeah, he budged it. And I'm like, Cap's gonna wield the hammer, dude. It's not exactly like that though, but <laughs> Okay, but it's more epic because it's not like not so ham fisted easy. He doesn't say, Give me the hammer. He yeah. just Takes, takes it. it. And Thor's Fuck, like, dude. I fucking knew it. He's like, oh, I knew you no. were worthy. It's so good because it's a good spoiler, but it's that it's is a, a fucking moment. But hey, man, it's been what, a year dude, almost? People went crazy. There's someone dude. who went to another showing to film the reaction because he knew, like, or I, I don't know. Dude, I believe knew. it. I know I missed out by not going to Bro, see that in theaters. You can't, in my theater, you couldn't even hear what was said because they were screaming. Like, it was that moment where you're like, oh, shit. Like, and then he, he uses it. Like, Yeah, shut up now. Stop. I haven't yeah. seen it. I'm going to see it eventually. Maybe, it I'll, was, maybe I'll watch it at Keith's. Endgame was an Iron Man and Cap movie. Like, it was their movie. Because, you know, they were, they're on their way out. You knew it. Like, you knew that they both were like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm, I want to move on. And I feel like, you know, Chris Evans is like, I love Cap, but I... I want to move on. Like I, I feel like I want to end on a, the best time. And Robert Downey Jr. said it too. Like I want to go out when we're at our best, not like run it into the ground and whatever. Yeah. You know. So it's perfect timing. But it really focuses down on them. And man, they both get their fucking moments. And it is, good. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I'm sure it'll be good. But yeah, like I said, I probably won't go see Black Widow in theaters. I'm not gonna do like if I didn't go see Endgame. I'm not gonna see that shit. How are you a nerd? Um, you, bro? I mean, I buy comics and I play video games. I just don't go to the movies. Red Letter Media has a series they do called The Nerd Crew. It's their podcast, and it's oh, so us. And they always go very cool. <laughs> I watch them. I should. I mean, I watch like half in the bag. Yeah. Fuck movies. Yeah. <laughs> half in the bag. Oh god, I I got. There's this fucking YouTuber that does similar stuff. I hate him. I forgot his name. He's called like the drunken nerd or something. Ugh. He's trying to do Plinket. Yeah. It's so annoying, dude. And I, I, I try to watch his videos sometimes, but he's like a UK guy, so he's got that accent. And he's um he's trying. But yeah. it's like, dude, you're never gonna beat no. Mr. Mr. Plankert. Yeah. Or how do would you like a pizza My roll? My favorite is what's wrong with your face? <laughs> yeah. And if you watch all of their all of the Plinket reviews, because they do Star Trek too, dude, they all tie into each other. The fucking red shirt guy, red shirt guy's the best. And he's like, "Uh, "Excuse me, (laughs) how is this?" Like when in the episode one review, he's like, "Excuse me, how is this item in this house?" But Anakin made this item. Like it's fucking great. And he's like, "Shut what? Get back to your get back to the Star Wars reviews." Yeah, man. And then there's inside jokes in there too because he does. Fuck you, Rick Berman. And then he's like, wait a minute. You're not Rick Berman. What's up with Rick's? Because it's another Rick. And Rick Berman was a producer for Star Trek movies. And he produced all the shitty ones. So he would always be like, fuck you, Rick Berman. Words. Uh, we also watched Mulan trailer. Um, it's getting late, so I'm going to push through this. Yeah, I mean, I don't even have much to say about it. I never watched Mulan. I guess I, it's... I don't think I saw it either. I mean, I guess. I'm sure it's cool. I didn't watch a lot of shit. I mean, after like Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin and Lion King... 
it wasn't like a priority. Yeah. I've never sat through Pocahontas. Well, I, I never realized they were going to stop making hand-drawn films. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't, thought, Disney's going to make them forever, so I didn't appreciate them. Yeah, I didn't do Hunchback of Notre Dame. I didn't Dude, do Frozen or... Mulan's right up my alley, too. Like, Of course, yeah, man. Know, it's like anime and, shit. Yeah. But uh, I just... I saw it. Toy Story 1 and 2, I think. I didn't even see 3 or 4. I know Dude, that 3, three is, is supposed sad. to be amazing. I know I want to see it. It's when he grows up and he has to get rid of it. Or like they, they die or something. I don't know. Didn't watch that. I don't know. I just, I, I've never seen Finding Nemo. People give me shit. I've never seen Shrek. People give me so much shit over that. I don't care about Shrek. Like they stop and they're yeah. like, wait, what? And I'm like, fuck you. Have well, you ever seen City of the Living Dead? No. Then fuck you because yeah. that movie's the shit. Well, and the thing is, people always, like, we all do it. Things that were important to us when we were young are like, how dare you never seen it? It's like, dude, I was like 25 when that came out, you know? Yeah. Like, I also... Out, I was like 20. Why the fuck would I go to a theater to go see a kid's movie? With, like, video games, it's like, yeah, there's like thousands of video games. And they take 50 hours of your yeah, life. Yeah, dude. It's like I haven't... There's a lot of shit I haven't done. And I could throw a bunch of shit at you that you've you ever heard of Isan... No, you didn't listen to fucking... I've never heard All Eyes on Me by Tupac full two disc. I don't yeah. fucking know. I've listened to fucking 300 hours of Busta Rhymes, but guess what? Tupac wasn't my shit. No, and I've Busta never... Busta Rhymes is no longer relevant. Isn't it funny? Like, you're like... He recently did a really cool um, appearance on... Oh, I saw him on the morning show doing a freestyle, doing like it a was rap. what they did was is they said we're gonna go a recap of your career. We're just gonna throw beats at you, and oh, you got to spit your songs. And you're you're thinking, of course, these are his songs, dog. He's been writing songs for like thirty years, yeah, and he kills it. And he's so big, and he's like such a yeah. fucking big bear of like joy, but also because you know you're also worth tens of millions of dollars. It was great. He was like. He was like the, like the couple busy bone or whichever one was like the really fast bone. This busy. He was like the deep voiced busy. Bus is the shit, man. He's a really great rapper. I love. And I him. wasn't he's saying he's not relevant favorite. because he sucks. No, he's not Everyone relevant because he's not really putting music out yeah, anymore. He make but music. he will always be relevant because he's a legend. Yeah, he is literally hip hop royalty. Him and it's like how Missy Elliott. Like started oh, touring Lucy again. Elliot's major royalty. She's well, what like, I'm saying is like she's back in. She didn't do shit for a long time. She was just like on her own doing. Bro, nothing. she was driving then, Lambos and fucking the hottest chicks in the world. That's what yeah. she's been doing for the last twenty years. God, remember her garbage bag costume? Yeah, dude. It was uh, an interesting time for hip hop, but she actually she wore the I forgot the name of the song with her and Lil Kim. They dressed up as Mega Man and Proto Man. That's so awesome. It's fucking nuts, bro. It's like she was doing, Miss Yelly did crazy shit. I mean, I know you don't keep up, but I saw online because of Buzz stuff on the internet. She did, they did a Lifetime Achievement Award presentation yeah. for her at the MTV Awards, and she did like a crazy, like, 10 minute performance yeah. that spanned her whole career. Yeah, she did like a montage. And I watched it, and I was like, fuck, that's crazy. Even Tommy Buns. Did you see Tommy Buns' yeah, dance he did video? A, that dance video. He did it over uh, her, what, her, like, I think her new song. Yeah. Uh, I know you don't watch the podcasts anymore, mm-hmm. but I highly recommend that you watch the episode where. Did you ever see Bert's Bert Kreischer's dance dance video? Mm-mm. So just to get through it real quick, so la- they were talking about maybe this is eight months ago or last year. They were talking about what do we do for Sober October this year? Because every year they do a challenge, yeah. and Bert was like, "We should all do hip hop dancing," and everyone was like, "Uh, eh, no." 
So whatever. Eventually, Bird just by himself goes, fuck it, man. I'm going to go do a hip-hop. Yeah. So, so he gets somebody to teach him how to do a little hip-hop thing. He does like a one-minute dance and posts it. Yeah. Tommy Buns fucking tells nobody and just goes out and gets like a $200,000 one-minute video made of him dancing with backup. He's... Tommy Tommy Buns is dressed up as Steven Seagal, and he's got all these fucking backup dancers. And Bert had no idea. How and are they, they do so rich now. It's Netflix money. Uh. Netflix and podcasting—they're making thousands and thousands of dollars off of each of their podcasts. Especially, it's kind of annoying when you listen to Tommy or Christina's "Where My Mom's At" or Two Bears One Came" with Tom and Bert. Or Tom's new podcast, mm-hmm. Tom Segura en Español, because he's trying to get better at Spanish because he wants to put an hour out in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Chris D'Elia. Bro, they do ad breaks every like 25 minutes. It's so annoying. That's and why I every ab every ad break, they're making probably a couple Gs. Yeah. And their ad breaks are like 10 minutes long, and you're like, oh, Jesus they're Christ. They're super long. When you listen to your mom's house, which I still do. I still cackle and laugh my head off. I love them. But when you start the podcast, you don't really get to the podcast until like 6 to 10, 11 minutes in. I remember one time, dude, the fucking, they didn't get through ads and all that for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man. Um, And it's like 50 ads after that. That's why one thing about Joe is he never changed that. He He does them all up front. He does them up front. And he doesn't read. Like, he doesn't have bullet points a lot of times. I mean, I, you can tell sometimes he does, but... No, he's reading it off of the script they send him, but he also, like... Well, he used to not. He, Remember, he used to be like, I like this. Fuck well, it. yeah, like, the thing is, I think he reads it, and then he just, like, says it in his natural, yeah. like, speaking. You know, he's like, I wouldn't fucking tell you guys about this shit if I didn't fucking like it. You already know that. Yeah. Uh, but the most recent episode of Two Bears, One Cave is where they're talking and... Uh, Bert's like, yeah, I had to film some promo stuff. Like, oh, yeah, Tom's like, oh, I had to film some promo stuff, too. Hey, uh, Navdav, can you bring up the promo thing I think I, I did the other day? And oh, he starts to shit. play the video. And Bert has no idea that Tom recorded this dance video. <laughs> this fucking guy proceeds to lose his mind. On the next Your Mom's House, Tom was talking to Christina about it. And he's like, yo, it was literally one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> Like his reaction, yeah. Bert loses his shit, and then it's a short episode because it's basically that was so crazy that they just talk about that for like maybe yeah. forty minutes or so, and it was such a cool episode that like really encompassed like their friendship. Because he's like, dude, I wouldn't do that for anybody, man. I did that because like yeah. they don't need the money. Like, yeah. like when you listen to him and Tom and Christina talk, like. Tom makes bread, dude. He sells out world tours. He's in like Bangladesh where they don't even fucking speak English and he's selling out. I think he's a hilarious person. I don't like his comedy. Really? I don't find him funny at all. You've watched his specials? Live. Which one? The one mostly stories in Hollywood? Where he did the Steven Seagal? Yeah. I was there. I died. Christina opened for him. No, then I didn't see that. Yeah. She was 1000% funnier than him. I think he is I hilarious. At Mother Inferior never laughed at any of his comedy specials. Dog, you listened to all his specials, mostly stories, yeah. disgraceful. I don't like the way he. I I don't his t- comedy style doesn't jive with me. Oh, weird. For me, I think he's funny. He's not my favorite, but he is definitely. I am laughing. I'm laughing the whole time. I, I like, like him, him over Tina. I like him in the show. 
I think he's very funny in the show. I think her comedy is better. I her comedy style is more of mine. I like her as a podcaster better. See, we're just opposite. Of that. Yeah, we're opposite. We're, I, I love them both. I, I like her really as funny. a person, but I like him better as a stand-up. To me, she's funny, but she Christina Pazitsky, Um, but she's funny. But for me, she's still like a like a higher mid-tier comic. Mm-hmm. She's still not like there yet. Well, and right before she was about to blow up too, she had a kid and then another kid. Yeah, and it's like. She had to stop touring she's for a while. Crazy funny. You, no, no, yeah, and, and they're, they're still. She blew yeah. up, but in a way where it was like she was about to, I think, really hit a stride, and then yeah. you know, she had to take time off. Well, you should maybe even check out where my mom's at. It's like a mothering podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the highlights of my week. It's hilarious. It's funny I'll say as this. fuck. We got to end soon, but um, you know, problem. The cool thing about well, because it's just no, no. I know it's probably two and a half hours. Well, it's eleven, eleven. I got to go to bed. Um, oh, it's night, baby time or bedtime. Yeah. I went to bed nine thirty yesterday. I'm Jeez. fucking tired right now. I don't know. I feel you, bud. Um, the thing about your mom's house is, if you listen to enough episodes, you're part of like either you have inside jokes with these people you don't know. You know what I mean? And that's one thing they've always done really well. They flow these like the clips they play, and they those become things that then inside jokes. Yeah. Years later, you're part of a, like something, and if it, you know other people. You can call him mommy. You can call him jeans. You know, like you can. It's like Chris D'Elia. That's his whole podcast. If you don't understand his lingo, mm-hmm. you're like, I mean, I guess, but if you understand it, I'm literally like going to get in a car accident. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> like, literally, I'm like, Dread. I only remember him from the stuff with him tweeting with Logan Paul, which is just a drop in the bucket. Even with uh, Chris D'Elia, I'm a huge fan of his. I don't like his stand up. Yeah. I saw him live. Think he's a funny comic, but he's not my style of comic. I mean, yeah. it's all right. One of his specials, Incorrigible, he starts off with a ten minute bit about Street Fighter, <laughs> and I'm still like, yeah. thanks, but yeah. not really my thing. But on the podcast, I'm dying laughing, yeah. I'm dying laughing. And it might be that I was already a fan of Tom Segura's podcast. That I think that kills comedy because you can hear how naturally funny they are. That when you hear their written jokes, it feels written. That's the thing with Tom Segura. I like Christina's jokes better because they feel more improvisational, more fluid. His stuff is like, I wrote this. I did it 8,000 times. Here's my best version of it, you know? Yeah, and, which is true because he gets more road time. Yeah. And like, I'll tell you, Rogan was awesome when I saw him. Oh, and I dude, never liked he was comedy, great. But he made me laugh. Like, Really? All of Rogan's specials, and that's not that I'm biased. Like, you cannot force yourself to like someone's comedy it's like pizza you can't force yourself like to like food you try food your body tells you if you like it you listen to a joke and it's either funny or it's not rogan i have always laughed my head off at rogan always he does have an interesting perspective and he always has i just never really i had heard flying monkeys in space or whatever that one was dude the werewolf bit where the girl calls and she's like i was just gonna fight with my boyfriend and he's like he's turning into the wolf on the phone like oh it's okay just Look, we're friends. If you need someone to talk to, I mean, but I know, but like, it's me. The thing is, he's just not having sex with me anymore. It's uh, and he's like, it's it's all right. Look, look, we're friends. I know we're exes, and but if you just look, I'm I'm right by you. We can go meet up at the coffee shop, and like by the time like it's this funny bit of like this ex boyfriend ex girlfriend conversation. And it's so funny to me because in the meantime, and during the bit, he's like turning into like mm-hmm. a werewolf. Uh, it's funny. He had some stupid jokes too, like the joke about like uh, a bunch of stupid jokes. Yeah. The, the giant, the giant penis joke in the cart, or the giant, uh, giant flying squirrel vagina people. Uh, yeah, but 
I laughed at his. I don't know. I I um. It was funny. He did Vegan Cat, you know who bro. Was incredible. Vegan Cat was nuts. What? When I saw him live, was David Tell. Of course, yeah. David Tell is crazy good. Killed the game. He's so dry. He's so dry and so good. Wow. He did so many. Like I, I, I didn't want to say it because those bits, you know, they're all out there. And he doesn't like make new specials. He doesn't tour much. Like he just no, he tours. It's just he doesn't do. Did you see bumping mics with him and Jeff yeah. Ross? Uh, I thought that was all right. Jeff Ross is a little bit. Too, he's feeling himself a little too yeah, I'm much. Not a big, I'm not a big. I'm a fan of him as a, like a comedy advocate because he does stuff for. He does so much. I like the people. roasts and yeah. stuff. He gets people on roasts that get them famous. You know, like yeah. You know who I'm a big fan of is Natasha Leggero. I hate her. Oh, dude, I love her. I hate her. She's so smug, She's and her husband is the worst. Moshe Kasher, yeah, I'm not. He a big fan. is the worst person. He's the worst comic. I hate He's him. He's good on Kill Tony as a guest. He's actually very funny. I can in see that. Person. Yeah, I can see that. I'm not a big fan of his comedy. His comedy is trash to me. She, I, I've never heard her specials. Her on roast, she's more. Oh, that's brutal different. Roasts are different, than, dude. She said one of the craziest things. She said. <laughs> Aziz Ansari was on when she was on, and she said, uh, "Oh, there's a lot of buzz in Hollywood about Aziz Ansari right now." And then his grandma was there, and she's like, "Oh no, those are the flies buzzing around his grandma's corpse over there." And he was like, when he came out, he was so mad. Oh he fuck like, him! Yeah, You're a comic, a you fucking, fucking pussy. What are you doing, dude? You're roast, dude. Yeah, but, man. Dude, she's so brutal. Watch anything. I would imagine on roast she's good because even like Nikki Glazer's great on roasts. But I fucking can't stand her when she's on her own because Nikki Glazer's just like sex, sex, sex. I suck dick. I love blowjobs. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a lazy fuck. Yeah. There's a, her only shtick is sex. Like, that's look, a thing in comedy, too. Like, we're early, and she's been doing it forever. Not saying she's early, but like, not early, forever. She's still a young comic. But early comedians tend to lean on that. That's a thing. They, yeah. You, you can hear people talk about it. Like, like w- look at Whitney Cummings. When she started, it was mostly that. She still kind of does, but Whitney Cummings. Here's another one. She has a new podcast. I want to check out. Her first guest was Dave Grohl. That's awesome. Yeah, because she like knows him. Like, she's actually really. Uh, she's, she's like really smart. Yeah, yeah, she's really smart. But you can tell she's crazy damaged. Uh, she talks about yeah, it. Yeah, she talks about it a lot. She she's like on, super defensive. Yeah, she's super defensive, super damaged, but she's very smart and she's super resentful of sexuality and attractiveness. But she's also crazy. Full of plastic surgery, fake tits, fake face. Mm. So she's like definitely damaged by Hollywood. I can say that because she talks about it. Um, but yeah, man, there's there's great comics out there. I mean, I love it. I was actually thinking, I was looking at the schedule because uh, when we did that, the experience of going there is crazy because it's an enormous, gigantic park of madness, Hard mm-hmm. Rock. And it's just free. You just drive in and park. You're not paying for parking. You can yeah. just go there and be like, I'm going to go have lunch. and Or I'm just well, going to walk been around. since they changed it. I haven't been since the outside shit got destroyed. Like, no, now the it's... Outside stuff? Now, um, we didn't go outside. Because um, we just went like from the parking garage into the casino, into the comedy club, and then out. Because it was such a clusterfuck of mm-hmm. madness that I was like... First off, my pockets can't handle if I if I get in any trouble. Yeah. And 
this place is way too big. And my friend also has like a walking disability. It's mm-hmm. get difficult. We had like, you know, the wheelchair and stuff. It was like, we can't just run around. You're going to walk fucking five miles if you're there. You know, I've been there since like the whole thing was outside. The casino was still there, but then all of the clubs and restaurants. Yeah, like and the comedy outside. club is different now, which was a bummer because before it was cool. Like you yeah. walked up. It was now, the first place you could go to too from the parking lot. It was the yeah. first building. Now place. it's inside the casino and it's just like, a little box office and like two double doors and you walk in and there's a room like maybe a 400 seater mm-hmm. room which you know isn't I bad bet? I bet they realized all of the money was on going in the outside and no one like people were going to the casino obviously but they knew if they brought all that inside that money's coming inside you know what I mean yeah I'm pretty sure the outside's got to still be there because that's where re- rebuilt at this point they have to because people want to walk around in the Florida weather and also bars mm-hmm. Different bars and clubs and shit. Inside was mostly like a mall, like shops, crazy expensive clothing and fucking retail shit. And then like little bistros, little cafes, mm. little restaurants where you're going to pay $35 for a cup of coffee. Uh, but I was looking at the comedy schedule. Unfortunately, no one's cool. No one's good coming up. I mean, I saw John Mulaney and Nick Kroller coming, but their tickets are like a hundred and like one hundred and eighty-seven dollars for fucking general admission. Well, they're doing too much tuna, which I'm not a big fan of. That was a, a Kroll show thing that they did together. That did they do a special? Old, they're yeah, they're old Jewish guys. It was I hated really it. Really dumb. They're yeah. just like too much tuna, and yeah, then talk, and I'm not a big fan of it. It was the worst because John. I don't like Nick Kroll. Oh, I love Nick. Kroll. I hate him. John Mulaney, hilarious. See, don't care about John Mulaney. Well, John Mulaney's like hilarious for like a dry cracker peanut butter comic. Mm-hmm. Like he's a very family friendly. Yeah. But he's got. I I think he's very funny for what he is. I love Nick Kroll, by the way. His show Nick Kroll is so just good. so annoying. I hate. I hate when he's dressed up as like. Whenever he's like dressed up as somebody, he dresses up as like a woman or like as a weird old man. No, dude. When he so did annoyed. Ghost Bouncers, that shit was good. <laughs> he's like a Jersey I didn't see Shore most of his dude, show, and they do like ghost encounters, and they are trying to bounce the ghosts out of people's houses. Like they're like. Hey, yo, ghost, get out of here. That kind of stuff. It's fucking Yeah. Crazy. But anyways. So, um, I mean, I feel bad just dropping it on the end. No, but I've been telling it. people, like, we're going to play this. Tell them your concept for the song or what. All right. So here's the deal. We're going to share some fucking music with you to end the podcast. And, you know, maybe if you guys have any opinions, write in. Let me know if it sucks or if it's trash or if you think it's okay or if it's not. Um, so I'm in a band called Enter the Crown. Uh, we're like a progressive heavy metal band. I am the vocalist. I do all of the vocals you will be hearing. And we have a we have an EP that's slated to come out in you know tentatively in the future soon, hopefully. We've been saying it for so long. Yeah, it's it's been a while, but whatever. It's like it's, welcome to Tate's. <laughs> yeah, it's like five tracks or so just for the EP, but then we have an album behind it that'll drop whoever knows when. Uh we have already released a song called Contrarian, which I've already told you before you can find if you search Enter the Crown Contrarian. You will find a YouTube video of my drummer, Romulo Bernal, uh, playing to it. So you can hear that song there. That will be our first single when we drop it. We have a video for it. But I'm going to share with you guys the opening song to the EP, which is called Introduzione. Which is introduction introduction in Italian. There's no reason why. Um, But uh, it's... A song. It's a heavier song. It's shorter. It's only maybe three and a half minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
conceptually, like when I write, it's just depending on. I usually just write songs first, like conduit, whatever, and then I think about it afterwards, and then I come up with a concept. But throughout starting to write this, I kind of had an idea. I'm like, oh, I like this idea. So most of the songs I write will have two meanings. They will have an outer meaning, which is easy to read, and then like inner meaning, which you can whatever. So the song is basically about a xenomorph chest burster gestating inside your chest before it bursts out. It's introduction so, to the world. Exactly. That's the whole concept of like the intro, introduction. Hey, hi, I'm howdy. Like, what is it? Hey, honey, I'm home. Or like um, uh, in space balls. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my honey. Yeah. Hello, um, I know all the words to that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, I know you would. God damn it. So uh, the song is called Introduzione. And it's a song that is based a little bit vocal, like lyrically on the chest burster. Like you, and you'll see the opening lyrics are deep below the chasm of pain. The shivering wander erupts through your chest. The chasm of pain, obviously your heart, because we're all emo. <laughs> um, clawing through bone, the hunger that leads feeding sun's final slumber. That feeds leading sun's final slumber. So, um, so I hope you guys like it. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and take a listen. Please be nice. No, no, don't no, kidding, don't I'm be kidding. nice. Just for real. If you give a fuck to let me know. Um this is a shorter, heavier track. Maybe next time we'll share contrarian if you guys yeah, so we'll you guys can get a, a better one, a better like listen to it. Uh that song's a little longer and more fleshed out. This one's kinda just gonna punch you in the dick, um, or in your vagina or in whatever part you have. Uh it's yeah. So I hope you guys like it. I like it. It's, it's one of my favorite songs to do. Punch you in your butthole because we all have one. <laughs> Except only one of us has a rubber band in it. That's true. <laughs> or maybe right soon here. to be two. Yeah, maybe. Because the other person that's listening. Hope you don't maybe. have to have a rubber band. I hope not. I hope it's easy peasy. But um but yeah, man, I hope you guys like it. We'll tag it on the end. Go ahead and let us know. And uh, you know, big thanks to my band members, Paul and Lewis. And Romulo, especially Paul, for letting me share this because he's so protective with our music. I'm surprised that he was like, "Sure, go ahead." So maybe it means we're getting closer to an actual. No, oh, the mix is almost there. Yeah, it's just I told him like it's not like they can download the episode and cut the song out and share yeah. it. I'm like, dude, no one cares that much to like pirate yeah. our song. No one fucking this isn't tool right now. Exactly. So we're good. Yeah. So um, not that you guys aren't. Great. Just it's not like there's like a raving audience right no, now. No, yeah, no, no. Nobody knows who the yet. fuck we are. No one cares. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Um so other than that, man, thank you guys for being here today. Thank you to Kelsey for being on. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. And uh I hope you guys like this song. Uh holler at your boy Jesse Nope. Jester nine five four. J E S T E R nine five four on Facebook's playstation instagram which is actually good it's very helpful yeah i'm actually which you'll see in the future i'm actually doing a collaboration with this um, nigerian artist and um i'm in the middle of writing my verse for this track and uh i'm thinking what's my rap name my rap name used to be jay jester and then i'm like no i just go back to the jester because my folk name was the jester yeah and i'm thinking like yo my solo shit i'm just gonna be jester 954 yeah because fuck it you can find me everywhere so like my rap name is Jester nine five four instead of J Jester like yeah. fuck it. And then so, if they look that up, they're gonna see anything else you've done, all your solo music, like all your stuff's gonna be there. Yeah, they'll see all of it. So, anyways, um, you guys are the best. What are our, uh, where can they find us? You can find us at facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast or Jester nine five four. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube uh, is all fucking nerds the podcast. JK, we don't have Twitter. Uh, Instagram is Nerd Podcast and Gmail is nerds the podcast at gmail.com. Write us in. Tell us what you think about the song once you hear it. 
we love you. Uh, and we're gonna. He, he's Jesse's about to make love to your ears. I hope you're ready. He's gonna fuck your ears. It's a little rougher. It's not <laughs> what does Jack Black say? We're gonna fuck your ear pussies or some shit. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, no, Get ready. Then. All right, guys. Later. We love you. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.